started. It's the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. Crash. You know what? Get Someone it. can make my feet look like prunes for <laughs> yeah. 10 grand. I changed my mind. <laughs> I now like the idea. <laughs> Mars. That's also what I'm shocked at. People think I'm the violent one in the relationship. Yes, it's obvious. <laughs> Ginge. Would you be crying and on the verge of puking if you went on a merry-go-round? <laughs> I can handle merry go <laughs> Depends on which horse I get, as long as I get my pink one. Okay, all right, all right. right. Producer Haley. Yeah, it was Facebook official that day. Facebook official. Did you, like, load your Facebook accounts and change it at the same time? Yeah. And you. The Now family. This text here, 5679, says, Guess I'm heating up my lasagna in the MRI machine. (laughs) (laughs) It's showtime. The Crash and Mars Show. The Crash and Mars Show. Right now. Hey there. Hey. Good morning. Hey, you sexy people. Yeah, everyone's sexy today. I'm just so sexy. No, it's you Thursday. You just tuned in. Look at yourself in the mirror. Damn, yeah. you're looking great. God, you're so sexy. <laughs> like, I can't even begin. That's how we should start the day every day. We right? should. Just like if you're driving right now, just like look up at your rear view mirror. And bite Tilt your bottom down. lip and be like, mm. be like, you know what? I'm hot. You ever catch yourself in your rear view? Oh, yeah. It's not a flattering angle. No. Well, oh, mine is what? okay. Oh, I find some good views. Like if, like I, a... if I flip down my visor and look in the mirror, I'm like, damn, girl. And she has like a visor and look in the mirror. Yeah. Don't you have a mirror on your visor? Well, you're driving? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. She oh, has I an do. attachment that she put on there. It's a full mirror. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's got the full vanity lights. <laughs> oh, yeah. It looks good. You gotcha. gotta have that. You gotta have that. It looks good. Yeah. And with my giant truck mirrors, I pull them in. You got great angles. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, get that lighting. That's right. Yeah. So damn, look at you guys this morning looking hot as hell. Mm, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to be you guys. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Sexy listeners. Oh, uh, yes. I well, love it. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank uh, you. You stay dry? Wow, there was a good amount of rain last night. Yeah. Well, yesterday. Apparently right? a wild thunderstorm out in Spruce Grove, Haley. Oh, yeah. No, I was hiding in my basement. <laughs> did you really go down to the basement? Oh, yeah. Less rumbly down there. Mm. How? Did. When did it all start up? Uh, probably around like five or six. Wow. Five or six, I think. Yeah, because we were outside on the deck enjoying the the wind Mm -hmm. because it was starting to kick up. And then the rain started coming and it was like so loud. We were watching TikToks on my phone. We couldn't hear anything that the phone was like saying because the rain was so loud. I'm like, okay, it's time to go inside. And then it was like sheets of lightning and cracks of thunder. Oh. I'm like, oh, that was really time to go inside. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We missed out on the the lightning. We had the a little rain. thunder. We had a little rumble, but yeah. the rain, wow, it just wouldn't stop. Right? It yeah. was coming down in buckets. Yeah. And just when you think you're like, wow, I don't think it'll get harder. All of a sudden, it's even harder, and yeah. the roof is just a rumbling. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was something else. But mm. for, for those of you who are west of the city, you guys got quite a light show yesterday. Mm-hmm. The good news is, is that um, next week, so like starting on Sunday, we're back to like twenty five every day for the oh, week. Oh, that's mm. nice. So back that's like the, super nice. Sizzling summer. Sizzling summer. Mm-hmm. That's next week. What's this weekend doing? Uh, it's going to be cool. Rain? Yeah, little, uh, no, no rain, no, but just good. like cooler temperatures. So if you like that, like twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, you're good to go. It's, it's grass cutting weather. Uh, yeah, it is grass cutting. I need a trim after that. <laughs> I've been cutting so much grass this summer. <laughs> I, you know what? Else? Uh, I drove to work this morning with three freaking mosquitoes in my car. Oh. The whole way I was I like, know. oh, come on. Had a couple bouncing around. Too. So wait for the mosquitoes to get really bad this weekend, too. Oh, yeah. We had a real, I don't think it's a, technically a drought, but it was a dry 
start to summer. It was. Yeah. yeah. We're good now, right? Yes, it can you, stop. Yeah, you think we got enough? Like, we can... I I don't we mind... Have to be grateful for rain still. Although, I don't mind a good uh, evening rainstorm. Mm-hmm. It ain't bad. Sure, but that was all... That was from lunch on. It <laughs> well, never yeah, stopped. Yeah, it didn't true. stop. Yeah. It was yeah. on and off throughout the day today. But no more rain. Mm-hmm. Wind today, but, but no more rain, which yeah. is nice. Smooth sailing. Uh, guys, it's a big day for Mars. Huge day it for Mars. It is a huge day for Mars. She's getting something done. And then she made the mistake of watching some YouTubes on this procedure. I think procedure. I shouldn't have I shouldn't have done this. I should have like just gone in fully blind and not read or It's like Googling a symptom. You get worst yeah, case like, scenario. Exactly. Yeah. Mars is getting some dry needling done on her leg Ooh. around her injured ankle. I'm Funny. getting it done on my shin. <laughs> Dry needle. Oh, yeah, buddy. my shin and all throughout my calf. And apparently, it hurts like hell. <laughs> but it's supposed to help a lot. I, yeah. I know. I've, I've talked to a lot of people about dry needling, and they're like, it's excruciating. It makes you want to black out. But it was like a one and done kind of situation. Yeah. I was, I've also. Which is perfect. I was also told, too, by um, my physiotherapist who's doing the dry needling that. When you do it on like bigger parts of the body, like your back or your quads or your butt, it's not as painful. But the closer you get to hands and feet, Mm. it becomes like, in his words, he said, quote, we'll see if you can tolerate it. (laughs) That's what he said. We'll see if you can tolerate it. Oh, buddy. It's it's already bad. I'm watching some right now. Yeah, I watched some YouTube. I, I promptly shut them off. They get wild with the needle. I didn't know about this. Some of them are like they're hooking up, and you can voltage. Too. Yeah, I don't know if th- I I don't know if he's voltaging. I I didn't ask. I just know I'm in for a full hour of it today. If you got this done, seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Let Mars know how it went. It's for all you. they're already got- <laughs> whether it it was good or you bad. Guys. Either or, just l- let give us a shout. Oh, and let no. Mars know. So because like the video she was watching, I'm uh, I'm at our little bar there. I'm mixing a cocktail, mixing some gin. And I'm like, what are you watching? And Mars yeah. is like, oh, oh, God. And the needle's like, oh. and the leg is like spasming. I'm like, oh, my they God. They actually have like, they actually have TikToks and YouTubes to find the biggest spasm. So if you don't know what dry needling is, is it's like a very long acupuncture needle that they put into certain trigger points of the muscle in order to make it release. So mm-hmm. because when I rolled my ankle, um, my ankle's getting stronger and my foot's fine, but where the pain has moved now is I have like a rock solid shin and calf muscle. It's like rock solid and it's causing, because the muscles are contracted so hard, it's causing my knee to bend in a weird way. Mm-hmm. So they need to release oh. these muscles so oh, that buddy. I can have some relief. So I'm not having it done on my ankle. It's going to be done. I, I have... If you've ever had shin splints, mm. I get them I, all the time. Guys. I have what feels like. <laughs> I mean, of course you do. It was going to be a summer of marathons, but shin splints. I have I have severe shin splints. Yeah, severe, severe. Oh. So, but there, there's no fracture, but just that that feeling because mm-hmm. they're rock hard. So they're going to go in today. Yeah, and they're going to shove some needles in there and see if they can. I'm seeing a lot of some of it. A lot of texts that are rolling in here. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, it's a lot of positive. A lot of Mars. people like it. Yeah, yeah. It's actually, it's majority positive. But versus like the shin, the, the terrible videos that you were watching. People love it. I don't know why they call it. Um, I didn't know it was so uh, acupuncture adjacent. Yeah, I don't know why they. Why do they? Why don't they just call it needling? Why do they have the dry? That makes I don't it sound know. Much worse. Yeah, dry it sounds does. like it's going to be rough and burning. Are most needles wet? That's no, what, that's what I said yesterday. Yeah, I'm like, we, I don't know. I've had acupuncture, and I'm like. 
I don't think it was a wet needle. No, I, it's I, not. There's this little tiny fine needle. They need to rebrand this whole thing because needling itself is already. I'll be like, oh, I don't know if I want to do needling. Yeah, because dry people, needling. Yeah, yeah, because just needling in general, any sort of needle triggers people. Yeah, why throw the dry on there? I don't I know. Don't know. Maybe it's because of how deep it goes, because it goes right into the muscle. Unlike acupuncture, where it just goes, it goes, it doesn't go as deep. Mm-hmm. So it's wetter down there. It's wetter down there. So you think? Hmm. I don't know why it's dry. I don't know. Uh, here, seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Kelsey, hello. Hi. Hey. Hi, Kelsey. Uh, you you got some dry needling done, right? Uh, I got it done twice. Uh, the first time they had to needle my wrist. Oh, and that's I hurt. Ha- uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. <laughs> I almost passed out. Oh my God. <laughs> I had, I had. To, they gave me candy and sugar, and I had to put my head under a tap. <laughs> what? Yeah, really. I was reading that people feel that sensation of blacking out. Also, you said you had it done on your wrist, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was told anywhere, anywhere near the hands and the feet. So the closer you get to the extremities, the more intense it is. Yeah, and I had to do it a second time, so I like pumped myself up. I'm like, not again. I'm all game. Yeah. So, still almost passed out. They had to really? give me candy. <laughs> what? At what point do you feel like? Uh, is it a? Is it a deep burning sensation? Like, is it like? Can you feel like blacking out? Is what's the feeling? Yeah, it grabs you. Like it, they hit the spot. Yeah. And it just grabs you, and it's just. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> love you, Kels. Thanks, Kels. Um, but hang on, hang on. Oh, How, did, it, did, did it work? Oh. Kels, uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, that, that's all you need that's to know. That's all I want to know is did it work? Because I need some relief. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay. No, I hope I hope it works for you too. Yeah. All no right. Kidding. Okay. Thanks, Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, oh no. As soon as your call popped up, I'm like, oh, I'm going to put you straight through. Right. <laughs> the, the pain scale seems to be all over the map. I know. But mm. the majority of people liking the results. Yeah. And you can handle pain. Yeah, I can handle. I mean, sure, but you just, it's not the afternoon I was looking forward no to. No one wants pain. You no. know, I don't want it, but, mm-hmm. but also at the same time, like thinking of the relief because... Like the, the, the muscle in the calf and in the shin is so tight. Like it keeps me up at night. Like when I roll a certain way or if I lean on it, it's like, think about like foam rolling right now. Mm. It would, I think I'd black out. Oh yeah. Foam I think, rollers. They're, they're the worst. But I think like, even if I leaned it against a, like standing, like leaned it against foam, I yes. think I would pass out. Oh, That's oh, how intense God. it is. Yeah. Uh, so they're doing it. Another uh, recommendation is drink lots of water. Yeah. That's what he told me to like, he Stay told me to really hydrated. He said like a liter an hour, get to it. Oh God. You some wetness to combat the dry. I know, I don't get it, but mm. uh, this text here says, guys, I've been doing this for years, but I'm also rehabbing a twisted ankle. I've been getting needles to my calf and my shin area. Marzi, it's going to be worth it. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh my God, this text here said I had my triceps done. Oh, oh no! Right near my elbow. Oh, that would, that would and suck. And that like little soft skin area yeah. where mm-hmm. it's so thin. No. Oh God. Says it's painful, but it's only momentarily. You'll be quite sore the next day, but you're going to notice a huge difference as the weekend goes on. And it's funny okay. the term that Kelsey used. She said it gripped me. So when the needle touches the point where they're obviously targeting, obviously your body's like, and just like, like grips onto that needle and then I'm guessing releases. If you, there's actually some super popular YouTubes and TikToks Mm. where there's like some sort of like, 
I don't know, I guess, like like how people like to watch pimples being popped. Yeah. yeah. People like to watch these videos of the needles going in and then the muscle twitching. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I can't do that. Yeah. And like, the muscle just spasms. Yeah. Like the whole body just like and Like some of the videos vibrate. Mars is watching, like they're going in and out with the needle, like, and the muscle is like screaming. Oh, oh God. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it's not just they stick it in and they leave it. They like pump it. Do you, like think, they, do you think they'll let you take a video of yours, Mars? So my trainer said the same thing. She's like, please take video and photo of this. I'm going to, I'll try. Like if yeah, I film it, it's, it's your leg. Like if I'm sitting there with needles in my leg, I will. I, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to look at it. Like, I think I'm going to just have to. I'll give you yeah. the tripod. Set her up. I'm going to GoPro. Yeah. I don't know if I want a GoPro. I don't know. That would look weird. But I, yeah. Andrea says, Mars, it's worth it. Just bite the pillow. Oh, God. Bite the <laughs> pillow? You texting about the same thing, Andrea? Uh, <laughs> I've got some questions. I guess, yeah. Bite down on something. Uh, I would imagine they'll probably give you, like, stress balls. I don't know what they're going to do. Give you a wooden spoon to bite down on. <laughs> do you know how long the operation takes? I'm in there for an hour. An hour of needling. Yeah, that's what they've scheduled me in for. I don't know how long it's going to be, though, but I'm there for for an I, hour. I doubt they would do it for an hour. This afternoon. I think they would lose every patient. <laughs> and someone said I'm going to pour sweat. No, oh, probably. How long does it take you guys? How long are you in there for? I'll yeah, bet well, you it's a yeah, while. What's the average treatment run time? Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, someone says to you, guys, I had it done in my neck. Mm. It felt really good after, though. See, the neck the in the neck, back. There's not I'm, much in your neck, I though. don't know why. I feel better. Like, if I was going in for my neck or my back, I'd be like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There's something about the shin that really has me on edge. Well, because that's the thing you're getting done. I know, but I, I also <laughs> sense, yeah. but I also feel like there's no, like, just touch your chin or shin. Yeah. Like, what's there? Well, like there's, there's bone, there's, like it's just bone right away. Maybe that's good though. They can't go too deep because some people are talking about the depth of the needles. I know, I see that. Well, have you, uh, do you, have you seen it on YouTube, Ginge? You should watch how deep they go around your deep, deep boys. around your shin. Though they're gonna go between the bones into the yeah, they like, go, muscle. They go stuff. in between. Yeah. So what? If, they better be bang on with that muscle, no, otherwise the needles hitting the bone. Doink, doink. I trust Sam. I trust him. <laughs> oh God. Who's doing the operation? Uh, it's not an operation. The needling. Who's doing the my needling? Fi- my physiotherapist. Oh. Yeah. Sam. Sam. Sam's trained in. He's a lacrosse player. He's a beast. And yeah, I'd be worried about him putting needles in me. Because well, I'd be like, buddy, you can't control the, the strength. He's a beast. <laughs> he's a, big. He's a muscly fella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This text here says, sometimes they'll push the needle in, leave it, and then massage hard around the needle. Oh. Yeah. I need it, though. Like, mm-hmm. I... Oh. Okay. No, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, uh, Laura, good morning. How you doing? Good morning. Hi. She'll be okay. Okay. Did you get it yeah, done? Um, oh, I've had the only one that's really hurt is right by the elbow. That one, she didn't tell me until afterwards that it's like the worst spot. But my ankle is fine. My calves are great. My knee. I I, I made two sports that are rough on my body. So oh yeah, yeah. When I've uh, done a lot of different things. Yeah, when she did around like your calf and your shin and stuff. Uh, what's the what's the pain uh, level at? Uh, well, it's very quick. It's not like they sit there and they wiggle it. It's like a 10-second thing. They put the needle in, they wiggle it, and if you're not doing great, they'll move to a different spot. I'm not doing they- great. <laughs> <laughs> like, when they did my elbow, they did it once, and I was like, I don't know if I like that. So then she moved higher and chose a different spot. Right. And then they wrap it all up in heat yeah. and let your muscles relax. 
So it's oh, not okay. going to be a flower. You're going to, they're going to choose your spots and then they're going to help the muscles relax and, and release. You'll feel great afterwards. Yeah, think of the relief. It will That's get that knot out. Yeah. Yeah, it will. How many procedures did, like how many times did you have to go? Uh, it depends on the injury. When I broke my elbow, I did it twice. That was, uh, I hated that one. When I messed my, my knee, I did it for months. Months, mm. eh? Yeah. I did it with physio for a long time. Was the relief like within 24 hours or was it instant? Uh, it depends on the muscle and how it reacts. Okay. Sometimes uh, you can feel it right away and it just, it's just like the muscle needed a little kick to say it's okay yeah. and release. Uh-huh. That's what they said. Uh, My body is like holding on to itself. It's like, you're going to injure yourself yeah, yeah. again. And so they want to shove a needle in it to be like, no. chill out, man. Like she's got this yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And it's, it's not uh, uncommon for different parts of your body to protect itself because yeah. it's, you were injured, so now it's going, oh, if I protect this muscle or this muscle's being overused. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Physiotherapists do not get enough credit for what they do because mm. they have got me back from pieces I never thought I would. Oh, well, that's great news. Good. All I'm right. glad it worked for you. Laura's yeah. giving You'll me faith. You'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'm good. <laughs> good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, Laura. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay, so we've had two positive ones. Yeah, everybody is texting in pretty much if positive it's stories. Been hell. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. I don't want the hell. I don't want the hell. Did they lose a needle in you? Yeah, I want to hear about the pain. <laughs> Did they lose a needle? Too deep. Sorry. You need to keep that one. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And apparently, Ginger, it's called dry needling because there's no injection. Oh. Oh. So there's nothing in like it's it's not like a shot needle. Okay. So there's no sense. liquid in it. Yeah. It's just a needle. So an acupuncture is considered dried. Yes, it is. Too. Yeah, okay. it would right. be. Yeah. Is the needle the same size as an acupuncture? Because an acupuncture is like a very thin needle. So I did look into that. They do come, depending on the muscle and the injury, they come in different sizes. Oh, girths. no. Yeah, different girths. Uh, is it like the tetanus and, needle? And No, no, no. <laughs> and different lengths as well, depending on how deep they got to get in there. A lot of people are going back like are you a one and done or are you supposed to get this I think I, I think it'll be a number of treatments because oh, yeah. you dabbled in the shockwave and said that was absolutely terrible yeah the shockwave was interesting <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which he said after the dry needling will probably do a mixture of both oh, the shockwave and yeah. the dry mm-hmm. so we'll see because he said if they can't get it to release I have to go to the doctor he's really running up the bill here <laughs> Yeah. Well, he looked at Tell her. Me about it. He looked at her plan. He's like, I'm, yeah. she's good." She's like, "Her plan sucks, and this lady's gonna pay." Oh. <laughs> People are getting it monthly too. Yeah. Something like that. Something that like makes you want to black out. You're getting monthly. Well, this text here oh, says relief. Relief is quick. I feel amazing. It gets better. I go monthly just because maintenance. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, maybe you'll need maintenance on this. Maybe yeah. you'll actually crave that feeling of like almost. Like uh, like the the pain of almost blacking out. We'll see. And you'll be like, oh my god, I love it. Oh, someone said they felt sick before their first appointment. They were nauseous. I don't think I'll be nauseous. Well, you looked pretty weird last night. I shouldn't have watched those videos. I'm, <laughs> I just don't want to see it. That? I don't know. <laughs> Needs to know. Needs to know. No, you didn't. Yeah. Um, here, uh, Calvin. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Good, Hi. good. Uh, you've uh, you've uh, done a lot of dry needling as well, right? Yeah, after after I got hit by a truck, my physio. I'm sorry, you got hit by a truck. Yes. Oh my gosh. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> um, I did about two two and a half years of physiotherapy, and they did dry needling 
pretty much all of the affected areas after surgery and stuff. Yes. Yep. And the relief was amazing. Oh, okay. Some spots kind of, it was like a really hard pinch. And then he just moved to a different spot, like the lady said before. Yeah, yeah. And then you might be sore for a day or two afterwards, but yeah. it's not its not anything crazy when you get sore. It's like when you go to the gym and you do leg day. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Okay. Uh, All right. At any point, yeah. were you like, oh, my God, I can't handle this? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> there was actually one time where he, he was doing it on my neck, and it felt like a little bit of... Uh, grinding and he asked me like oh. if I felt that and if I thought I knew what it was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was he was eating like, like cartilage or something in there like what it was <laughs> yeah exactly it was he, the needle was rubbing on my neck bone oh no <laughs> but it didn't it didn't hurt it was just more of a odd sound that yeah feel, right like weird it, it didn't hurt and it just yeah. kind of echoed through your entire body and you're like hmm yeah. that's weird yeah, pretty much. Oh, oh, that's weird. Damn, that's wild. Well, I'm glad it worked out for yeah. you. And sorry you got hit by a yeah, truck. Yeah, sorry about that. That <laughs> sucks. Uh, it's, it's name of the job, I guess. <laughs> oh, okay. the name of the, job. the job. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay, thanks, Calvin. Thanks, Calvin. All right. All right. Glad yeah. you're with us. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye. Name of the job. <laughs> what a terrible job listing. <laughs> I don't know what the job is. <laughs> Needed. Yeah. Well, oh, there you boy. go, Mars. And yeah. get hit by truck. Uh, overall, I would say like 99% positive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's going to be some pain, but everyone's so happy with it. So I think you're uh, you're good. This is perfect. Yeah. For yeah, I'm. You know what? It's gonna I, be a whole new you tomorrow. Listen, I got to do something. I because I've the pain's got to go away. It's getting mm-hmm. annoying. So. Hmm. I thought it would heal on its own, and she doesn't want to, so I'll figure it out. It'll be it'll be, it'll be good, and then I'll let you guys know tomorrow how it goes. And if uh, you run out of benefits, then uh, I'll just buy some on Amazon, and we'll do it at home. Uh, no, I would never in a trillion years Come let on. you anywhere near it. God, <laughs> where does it hurt? Oh <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess oh we should boy. do some news here. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, uh, it's going to be a gorgeous day today. Lots of sunshine, temperature around 20. It stays that way for the next couple days, warms up to 25 by Sunday. There you go. Traffic looks good this morning too, guys. Uh, pretty much smooth sailing. Not much to tell you about. If you do happen to see something, though, give us a shout. 780-489-4669. You can text us if you like as well at 56789. Uh, I just got a text message saying that people are waking up in the Harrison neighborhood uh, and it looks like there's no power out there. Yeah. So, Clearview, no power. Yeah, I just looked at it. It says that your um, estimated restoration is at 7 o'clock. So oh. in about a half an hour here, they should have it back on for you. About 188 people are affected through there. Oof. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. All right. This is uh, some good news. Now, we were on holidays when the Oilers decided to do a little shuffling, but if you're an Oilers fan, I'm sure you know the name, Jeff Jackson. Now, the Edmonton Oilers hired Connor McDavid's longtime agent, Jeff Jackson, as their CEO of Hockey Operations. The team announced the move uh, last week. Jackson will report directly to owner Daryl Cates and will work closely with president of Hockey Operations, Ken Holland. Well, yesterday, um, Jeff said 
said that Connor McDavid, he's confident that Connor McDavid will remain part of the Edmonton Oilers organization well past his current contract. Oh, like he, he's going to resign. Yeah. McDavid yeah. is set to enter the sixth year of an eight-year contract he signed back in 2017. Given that the Oilers have yet to win a Stanley Cup during his time, some have suggested that Connor might be looking to move elsewhere once his contract here expires. Jackson wants to clear that up, and he said he doesn't believe that that's the case. Hmm. Well, he better not believe that. That's, yeah, right. that's the whole reason he has the job. Here's McDavid's agent. That's exactly. why you have to get yeah. That's why you have it, because you're going to keep Oh, Connor my God. McDavid. Imagine he said something different. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Now, many were excited when the Oilers hired Jackson as their CEO of hockey operations. As, like Ginch just said, he did serve as McDavid's agent for a lengthy period of time. And McDavid did express his excitement about the signing at the time. So... Good you, news. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I think it's great news. Uh, online, all the chatter online, people seem pretty happy with it. Yeah, like Ginger said, though, what are you going to say? Well, yeah. It does seem to be, uh, even outside of the McDavid stuff, he does seem to be a smart fella mm-hmm. with an interesting background on different jobs throughout uh, the NHL. Yeah. So I do actually like, this also pushes Bob Nicholson out, who hasn't, you know, Definitely. I don't know why he's here, but uh, <laughs> he seems like a real smart guy. He's talking analytics, which I like. He's talking about beefing up the Oilers' uh, 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 brain department. So That's this rad. Is, this is exciting stuff. I do actually really like this move. Mm-hmm. You think you'll see a difference like in even this coming season what? with him I, at the helm? Yeah, I'm guessing this will, uh, like certain contracts maybe that were signed under uh, Holland maybe wouldn't be signed going forward based on some advanced numbers that the Oilers have traditionally skewed that other teams are employing to tremendous uh, success. So hopefully, 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 I think this is a good thing. Yeah, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I think it's great. Fingers crossed. <laughs> for those of you who are doing a little wake and bake this morning, this story is for you. Three Canadian cities have some of the highest cannabis consumption in the world, according to a new report. The 2023 Cannabis Global Price Index looked at prices from about 140 cities, ranked them from least expensive to most expensive, and then in that study, they also looked at who's using it the most. And three Canadian cities made that list, and unfortunately, Haley's Consumption did not oh, put Edmonton in step the Step it up, Haley. Listen, I know. I've been trying, but everything is so expensive. <laughs> did it, it go up in price? We didn't know, but uh, groceries have. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Munchies. Right, right, right. Munchies. That's been like biting into yeah, yeah. My, my stash. Yeah, the queso right. fund. <laughs> so you had to like yeah. take a little out of the weed fund and put it in the grocery fund? Yeah, because mm. you know, vegetables are important. Yeah, they yeah. sure are. <laughs> By the way, where is the most expensive cannabis in the world? Well, according to this index, it is Tokyo. Mm. Really? Which I didn't think it was even legal there. Huh. Oh, it is illegal there. Oh, that's oh. why. Okay. Does yeah. it say what Tokyo's paying? Uh, yeah, they are paying, oh, I don't have my glasses on, uh, $33.08 <laughs> per gram. Whoa. Oh, that's, that's and that's in US dollars too, I should stress. Oh, man. Well, that's, that's a good expensive. chunk. Yeah. What yeah. are we roughly paying, Haley? For a gram? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like around $15. Oh, wow. Okay, that's really high because the cheapest city is Montreal. They're paying $5.90 a gram. Yeah. It's been a while since I just bought like a single gram. I did. <laughs> okay, I get it. So we're doing way better than Tokyo. Yeah. Oh, hey. yeah. I got uh, from t- uh, 2023 an article here uh, from Deloitte Canada and Cannabis Research. Oh, they're good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, they're great. Um, it's around uh, seven fifty per gram. Yeah, it's not bad. Okay, so Montreal comes in the cheapest city in the world at $5.90. Vancouver making this list as well, coming in at number five with $6.30 per gram. Mm-hmm. 
And then Charlottetown is playing uh, $6.40. By the way, these are all U.S. prices. Yeah. Again, keep in mind. In 2019, our weed was eleven seventy eight per gram. So it's dropped. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. What is it here in Edmonton? If you're, if you're buying grams, do you guys know? Oh. I would, I would assume we're like eleven bucks, eight bucks. We gotta be around there. the average. I would assume it's not oh. very much. Uh, this is uh, this is twenty nineteen. That's too yeah. Old. And by the way, the top three Canadian cities that are consuming the most cannabis, and I'm guessing probably because of their population, is Vancouver, Montreal, and Toronto. Mm-hmm. So three of the bigger cities in our country. Hmm. If you guys are going to be doing what Ginge and Crash are going to be doing and waiting for the wind to die down later today and mowing that lawn after all this rain, have you ever tried and failed to get those satisfying baseball field stripes when you mow your lawn? No. I always succeed. So (laughs) we were, last weekend, the long weekend, Crash mowed the lawn. Yeah. And he did the the baseball stripes. Yeah. And he did them on the diagonal. You always, uh, you never cut your grass same direction. Yeah, never. You gotta, you gotta keep it. You gotta surprise All, it always. So we were heading out, and um, we were bringing a cooler with us, and our cooler is like it looks like a little luggage. It's got wheels on it. Put some beers in there. Crash wouldn't take the cooler directly across the lawn. No. He zigzagged. I followed the the, 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 the cut lines because once you bend it the other way. Well, yeah, the I mean, aesthetics ruined. My grass, yeah, my grass is like perfectly cut on an angle. Every line is perfect. Why would I drag a cooler directly straight through it and put a straight line through it and just ruin it? Yeah. So I dragged the cooler on the diagonal and it blended perfectly. And Mars tromped through the middle of it. I oh, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. walked right down. Stop! 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 I didn't ever see the stripes. I didn't realize what you had done. And also, I'm not going to follow like the diagonal stripe. Why not? And zigzag across the lawn. <sighs> Do you like the way it looks? Yeah, it looks fine. But sure. Well, well, well you yeah, need why to keep, ruin it? Yeah, you need to participate then. No. I don't know. I didn't think about it. <laughs> well, those stripes... Sounds like Crash did and tried to ask enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, those stripes happen when you go back and forth in opposite, opposite directions because the grass lays differently, right? That's how you get those nice baseball field stripes. So if you're already doing that part right, here are some other things that matter most if you want to get that baseball stripe lawn. Uh, number one, what type of grass do you have? Lawns that are mostly one single type tend to have neater looking stripes. Some bags of grass seed have multiple types, so you won't get that nice striping in it. Kentucky bluegrass. There you go. If you <laughs> <laughs> if you've laid your entire lawn with Kentucky bluegrass sod, you're more likely to get those nice stripes as opposed to grass seed. That does seem to be the sod of choice around these parts. It, it is, is, right? Yeah. Can you even get other stuff? I don't know. Is I've, it always just Kentucky bluegrass? I think so, because I've even, uh, like, like even the Home Depot stuff, that's got to be uh, Kentucky bluegrass, because I had a dead patch, and I'm like, oh, i got to patch uh, some stuff this year, yep. and I just bought it, and I'm like, I'm guessing it's the same grass. I put it in, it blended perfectly. I know oh. if you're buying, like, uh, Lanxasod, I feel like it's always Kentucky blue. Yeah. But if you're buying bags of seed, I don't... Yeah, I don't know what that seed is. I don't know what is. giving us. Yeah. They say it's usually all different types. Mm. That's why you won't get that nice stripe. Not cool, man. The height you cut it plays a role, too. You won't have good stripes if you cut your grass really short. It needs to be long enough to be pushed over and bent a little. Mm -hmm. In general, they say three to three and a half inches is the best height for those stripes. Okay. So you guys are going to be doing some mowing today or tomorrow. Keep that in mind. Make sure your mower has a flap in the back. Oh, you got to have that flap. In other words, it's the lawnmower equivalent of mud flaps Mm -hmm. on trucks. Think about those. 
Now, most push mowers have them to prevent rocks from kicking up and hitting your legs, but you'll get better stripes if there's also a weighted bar at the bottom that drags across the ground. Because it fans the grass after it's been cut. I didn't know any what any of this meant, so I did some Googling yesterday, and there are specific products that you can actually attach to the back of your mower mm. to give it a bit of weight. That's what the pros use. Mm-hmm. So they go bar down on one side bar up the other way. Mm-hmm. Bar down, bar up. Bar right. down, bar up. So it's really just the one side that's bent, but that gives it the visual aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Right. And apparently if you go on Amazon or, or probably if you go to Home Depot or whatever, you can probably get these attachments for your lawnmower. you got to have the attachments. All right. And make sure your technique is on point. Once you're sure you have the right grass, you're cutting it at the right height, and you've put all the attachments on your mower, here's how you get straight lines. Don't just start at one side of your lawn and do a rectangle. Stripes look best when they're cut on an angle or a mm-hmm. diagonal to mm-hmm. the road or sidewalk. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that every stripe is the same length. Start with the longest pass you'll need to make, which is usually a strip in the middle of the lawn. Mm-hmm. Pick a starting point and an end point, like a tree or a post in the distance. Keep staring at that target. Don't look at your feet. Don't look at your mower. Don't look at what you're doing with the you, mower. No, you look at your <laughs> target. Don't look at what you could be running over with this rotating Don't blade. worry about no. it. Yeah. <laughs> you look at your target, so the tree or the pole, to get the straightest line possible. If you look down too much, you'll make tiny corrections and you'll get that curve or that zigzag. Once you have the first strip done, use that as your guideline. Mm-hmm. So there you guys go. I'm surprised uh, in your list you didn't have a sharpened blade. Your blade's got to be sharp. I think they're just assuming that you're sharpening your oh, blade. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Your blade has to be sharp, Marzi, too, because if you if your blade's sharp enough, it's a one-pass cut. Because once you have to double back, you're never getting those lines. Oh, no. no. Which, and my blade is dull, and I got that battery mower. Oh, my, oh, oh, yeah. I'm, making, I'm making several swipes. Oh, right. No. Yeah. So sharpen up that blade, Gingy. Yeah, I really should. How mm. uh, How's the electric mower holding up? Good. Okay. But mm. um, I feel like I'm losing a bit of... Use? Well, just I the, feel the like... The runtime. Yeah. The batteries, I feel like, are are, are waning on me. I'm and not you, getting as much pop And this pound. is second year on it? Oh, God, no. Third year? I've had this thing... That was eight, nine years. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah you're yeah, totally you fine. You're upgrade. due for a new one, buddy. Got time for a new mower. Well, yeah, your yeah. mower sounds new, like ass. Oh, new no. batteries. <laughs> got dirty carbs. Yeah, your mower sounds bad. It's got a dirty carb on it, and Seafoam's not fixing it anymore. <laughs> he was mowing the lawn, and he was like, Rawr, Oh, my Rawr, God. It, 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 it's equivalent to me staring at a computer screen buffering. That's oh how angry God. it makes me. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm cutting the grass. It's like, oh. And I'm sure the neighbors are pissed. Yeah, they are. Everyone loves a good lawnmower sound. No. Like a constant, just like a... Br- no, I... That's peaceful to me. Okay. But in the background. That's irritating. So what are you going to do when, like, all this rain fell and now we're going to get some sun? I have a carb kit at home. I just need to actually right. do it. Okay. Let's get a new mower. Get a I new mower. Oh, change. yeah. Get a yeah. new mower. Get a new mower. No, no I, I was dabbling in that last year and I chickened out. I don't want to do it. Dabbled? What do you mean you dabbled? Well, I was... You I was, brought some home? I was... No, I was looking around. Yeah. And then I'm pricing some stuff out, waiting for sales. Sales never came. Anyone riding a ride-on at the cabin? Uh, oh, yeah, there's a couple there? ride-ons couple ride-ons. Oh, well, I'm going to life. Well, I'm going to get a ride-on soon. Well, get it now. I'm going to wait for them. Well, I'm going to wait for them to go on he sale. Wants, he's waiting for, like, the deepest discounts on everything. Steep discounts. Yeah. And then I'm going to dicker with the sticker. <laughs> But the the longer you wait, if you, especially if you're going to do it eventually, you're just yeah. hurting yourself. Well, you're depriving I, yourself. If I buy it at the end of the season where they're clearing some stuff out, then uh, I enjoy it next year. I don't need it this year. Yeah, you do. That mower sounds like ass. 
<laughs> do they clear stuff out? I think so. <laughs> they never do. Like, you don't think <laughs> they know about this move? Yeah, they the don't. people might just wait. <laughs> don't tell anyone. They and they're like, well, we got to knock thousands off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. You won. You awaited us. Boat time. <laughs> well, here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. If you're anything like Crash and Ginge, you can hear like their the excitement in their voice over lawn talk. Ginger, you see the photo I posted in the app? Look at that yard. Yeah. And look at the neighbor's trash yard. What? What's wrong with it? Well, it really well, does. <laughs> it really stands out. It'd be, the neighbor's yard would be fine if this yard hadn't done such an immaculate job. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Are, would you let Rachel mow the lawn? Uh, you know, it'd be nice <laughs> to mix it up for a change. Uh, but no, because she'd really, she'd really mail it in. Because I always say to Crash, I'm always like, I'll mow the lawn. And he's like, no. You wouldn't even know how to start the lawnmower. Well, you could start it for me and then I'll <laughs> well, mow Well, then it. I might as well cut the grass if I'm starting the lawnmower. Yeah. Because I told you I would do off bi- another project. I told you I would do big circles. Oh, my God, don't. He said, no. Circles? I know. <laughs> what is wrong with you? It would be the worst. I, I would have to like move out for a week because I wouldn't be able to come home and look at the grass. It would bother you that much. Grass really affects me. When I, I get I home and it's a little shaggy, it puts me in a bad mood. It sure does. Really? Oh, a, yeah. When time. we left for work this morning, the first thing he said, he's like, grass grew overnight. And I was like, okay. He's like, it's shaggy. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Hopefully it dries up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but Aww. everything puts you in a bad mood. Like, that's not, <laughs> that's not the endorsement for grass love you think it is. <laughs> oh, you think that's what it is? <laughs> Haley, you mow your lawn, right? Uh, no, Hayden does. Oh, Hayden does. If you were to mow it, would you do it as immaculate as Hayden? I wouldn't say that our lawn is immaculate to begin with. Okay. <laughs> mm. uh, but I, I, uh, I'd probably, yeah, I'd probably mess it up because I don't know like how to do straight lines on our our front lawn because we've got kind of a weird lot. Like we have a garden in the middle of our front yard, yeah, and it's like a weird kind of shape. It's not a circle. We'll just start off following the line of your driveway and then fan her out. No, and then move around the gardens. No, because it's the gardens like the majority of the yard. Mm. So I'd have to like stop, turn the lawnmower off, pick it up, and move it. What? Oh, oh yeah. I'll just back it up. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm with, I'm with you, Haley. Seems like a lot yeah, of work. Maybe you should never cut the grass. No. Seems like less work than picking up the lawnmower, carrying right. it across the lawn. <laughs> just pull it back. <laughs> It's the only way. It's the only way. Well, if you are a lawn lover, I want to know from you guys, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. I want to hear about your lawn tragedy. Mm. Who or what ruined your lawn? Mm-hmm. I've noticed Ginge isn't talking much about his backyard anymore. <laughs> ever since Reg. What it's a disaster. Is it, how bad is it? It's... It, it's irredeemable. Yeah. And you had it pristine. Well, I don't know about pristine, but it was coming. It was I've good. Done, I've done a lot of work back there. Yeah, That's yeah. the one thing I had improved on. Because uh-huh. the previous homeowners uh, kept a really, had a really nice flower garden yeah. Yeah. that I've since just ruined through uh, <laughs> oh, negligence and gingy. neglect. Oh. But the lawn, I had, oh, I had, the, the house probably tripled in value based on the work I'd done on this lawn. Mm-hmm. Um, but Reg just ruined it all. Oh, Did he really? Uh, holes and piss and, yeah. and oh, oh. <laughs> It's so bad back there. Yeah. So now when you have people over, you don't really take them in the backyard like anymore. If, if gotta, we were to come over, is it just like circles of piss? It's, and it's like, just, it just, a, it's just, 
I just know what it used to look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, there's there's spots now I'm gonna have to like lay sod. Oh my but god. I'm, I'm worried because like he's a digger and there's like sod seams. He'll get in there, rip it up like a carpet. Uh, yes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and Rich is like, well, and he'll you know he's still young. He'll calm down in a couple. Oh, I don't think he will. A couple years. I gotta wait. Yeah. Haley, how's your backyard? Dirt right now. Did your dogs calm down? Uh, no, they have a. There's a path where they run and chase each other, and it oh. has no grass. Oh, it's yeah. just burnt out. It's burnt out. Oh, yeah. oh, ginger yeah. backyard's gone. Oh, sorry, gone. buddy. Yeah. Eventually, you'll stop caring so much about the backyard and put all your effort into the front, like we've been doing. <laughs> oh gosh, yours is all rocks, isn't it? Well, the one side's a rock. Kind yeah, of. So you got yeah. one little strip. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand the 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 dog piss either. There's not, it's not everywhere. It's just like some. Like yeah. they have an area that they piss. Was that one of his dog friends? Does this mean Reg's Reg's piss isn't toxic? Because no. it's not every it's not every leak he takes. It's, I don't understand uh, it. <laughs> if he's in a like the if he's peeing in the same spot and the is? concentration builds up, you can buy um, at the the pet store. They have something called Dog Rocks, and it changes the salt in their pee. So you just put it in their water. And you add, like, you just pour the, mm. the water bowl stuff. Yeah. And something about the mineral um, takes the salt out of their urine, so it doesn't oh. burn your grass as much. Interesting. I saw people doing almost like Crash with his grays. There's, like, spray you can get for your lawn. You just spray, <laughs> spray it green on either trail spot. Like, as soon as, they, as soon as they take a piss or when it starts I dying? I think once it starts dying, oh. spray or green. Oh. Oh I might God. need to just you for might, my you might peace need to of mind. Yeah, yeah, just paint the grass green. By the way, for those of you who are not watching on Now TV, every time Ginge talks about his lawn ruined, he grabs his forehead. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's embarrassing, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. All right, for those of you who are lawn lovers. Lots of respect in you. (laughs) Who or what ruined your lawn? This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Talking about the things that have destroyed your lawns. Yeah. Did your kids go out there and drag something across and shred that beautiful grass? Right, sure. You just had perfectly done. Did someone someone offer to mow the lawn for you and it ended up looking like absolute garbage? Way too short. Yeah. Yeah, your spouse is like, you know what? I'm going to help you out. I'm going to cut the grass today. It yeah. just demolished your yard. Too short can do uh, irreparable damage, Mars. Can it really? Oh, yeah. Oh, who oh knew? my God. I don't even know anything And you about go too it. short, and then uh, you get a whole spell of sunshine and uh, oh. sizzling hot temperatures. Goodbye, grass. Your grass is ruined. Hmm. You've done it. Some people are also saying that the Kentucky blue sod, which is very popular around these parts, is the worst for dog pee. I don't know enough about grass to know uh, why we do Kentucky blue. Is it the price point or is that it? Because this is a hardy place on earth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just the grass that grows best here. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's a little more uh, drought tolerant. It can handle the cold in the winter when it goes dormant. If I wanted to spend a little scratch, could I get... Like, are they engineering uh, dog piss proof grass? I would imagine. Someone should be. You'd have to rip up your whole lawn, though. Mm-hmm. There's, um, you can buy grass seed that's more resistant for dogs okay. and like the dog urine. I uh-huh. have a, a jug of it at home that I have yet to use, so I don't know if it actually works. Um, and you can buy like, um, it's like a desalting. Um, it's like little granules that you put on your grass, and it helps take the salt out of there from their urine. Oh, Makes right. it a little bit better. That sounds like a lot of work that Ginger doesn't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> sure does. Crash tell by my, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot of work. He wasn't taking notes either. No. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, Ginge, you're going to have to rip up all your grass. Uh-huh. I just Googled uh-huh. it. Okay. Uh, you need perennial ryegrass. It's hardy rye. and tolerant of dog urine. 
It makes it for a, it makes a great choice if you have a large dog or own multiple dogs. Oh, gotcha. Perennial ryegrass. Rye I don't know if you can get that here. Uh, this text here, 5679, says, Hey, guys, I lived with a guy who every time the dog went outside to pee, he followed her with a watering can and diluted wherever she peed. I cannot be bothered. It's too much work. Oh, my God. That's what you could do, Ginge. Yeah. No, no. Hear me out. Uh, put some uh, in-ground sprinklers. Uh-huh. And dog goes out. When the dog comes back in, just put your sprinkler on a Wi-Fi thing. Go, also, Done. Gives it a quick rinse. Yeah, give it a two-minute rinse. It's like a, a it's a big toilet. <laughs> Your backyard is a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to because I can't switch to this perennial ryegrass. Why? Because according to uh, evergreenseeds.com, mm, um, website. compared to Kentucky bluegrass, uh, the ryegrass is lighter in color oh. and less thick. Oh. Which, is, which are two oh. things I do not that's want. Why, that's now. why we're Kentucky blue people. Yeah, here. You don't, yeah. Want, you don't yeah. want like wispy grass. No, you don't want wispy. Yeah, I'd rather have a dead yard. Kentucky blue for life. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, Hey guys, I was obsessed with my lawn one year. It was incredible. I got someone to remove a couple of trees and I watched from the deck with a beer in my hand mm-hmm. as the tractor took a turn <gasps> and the tractor ripped up my entire lawn <laughs> as it took the turn. Oh, no. I cried inside mm-hmm. and drank my beer. So, I thought you were screaming like it uh, ran over your child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, stop the <laughs> Driver comes out all panicked. Like, what, what, what? That happened to us actually in the West End. Crash would oh, die. My, I was livid. <laughs> Um, once again, I had the I had in-ground sprinklers. I had everything going on. Right. Everything was perfect. The grass looked perfect. And in the front yard, I come home. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. A semi, uh, like a moving truck, like an Atlas van lines, turned the corner, drove right through our whole front yard. Oh. And it, like uh, 18 wheels took out our entire front yard. And the grass was just all was- like folded and rolled. And I'm like. What? And the truck is still there unloading at the neighbor's house. I'm like, what the hell is this? And they're like, oh, I don't think we did that. I'm like, follow the tire tracks. <laughs> and they had the company, I called the company. And yes. They ended up sending out a uh, landscaping company and ripped up our whole front yard and put new grass down. The best part it was, was never the same. We just got home from work and I could see Crash. Like, he like lost it and he was carrying a lunch, like his lunch bag. Yeah. And he was. <laughs> Slam it down on the hood of the semi. No, no. He, he marched over to the front door, put his lunch bag down, and then marched straight back. And he's yeah. like, hey. This truck and he yeah. went one <laughs> like it messed up all the sprinkler system yes. too. I'm no. like, what are you well yeah, because it drove over the whole yard, just squished everything. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> I think I think if they're working on your house, it yeah. is sort of like a blank check for them to ruin your lawn. <laughs> yeah. But if it's the neighbors. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, they're your movers. Yeah. It's yeah, tricky then. It's tricky. Like, you have these giant mirrors. You couldn't tell you're driving through my front yard. <laughs> Jeez, they were like a foot away from running over the flower bed in the front yard. I forgot about that. You were so oh, mad. You were yelling. And then, like, the, the landscape company and, like, dealing with them. I'm like, come on. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was weeks. I'm like, this, yeah. is, this is growing season. <laughs> He, he did say that. He said, I don't know if you know this, but this is growing yeah, season. Yeah. Get it done. Get it done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Logan, how are you doing today? <laughs> Hey, good morning. How you doing, guys? Hi, good, we're good. good. Uh, you accidentally uh, ruined some grass, right? Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna say which which company I was I was working for. All right, but um, are you guys familiar with the with the Woodhaven area? Yeah, okay. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, so my my boss told me to do uh, herbicide in the whole entire area, all the all all the grass there, very public property. Um, I, I mixed the uh, the solution too strong, and I, uh, I nuked the whole area. No, you oh, did. Oh God, really? 
<laughs> yep. And like that's a newer area, isn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was it was brand new when I did it. So imagine imagine all these rich people. They wake up one morning and they're everything that was green at one point is now just brown. brown. Oh, you you, just you like, nuked it. Yeah, you, said, you chemically yeah. burned all Uh-oh. the yards. What happened? Did you guys have to replace the grass? Yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> like after yeah. you after you roast the lawn, there's no going back. There's no like seeding it. There's no like treatment that you can do. Well, I didn't. I didn't use a use a use a chemical that like uh, you know made it made it barren or anything. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, it, it was just a selective herbicide that I that I mixed too strong. Too strong. So <laughs> we were able, we were able to rototill it and uh, reseed. Oh, but uh, well, like, stuff happens. Yeah, but me as a homeowner, and if I'm in the Woodhaven area, I'm not waiting for seed to grow. <laughs> no, you, you want Kentucky blue? No, I'm a KB sod, in there. Rolled in KB. <laughs> that hey, sucks. I get it, but uh, that's that's what that's, that's what happens that's what when uh, when yeah. a company sends a 19 year old with no experience. Yeah. Exactly. Says, go, yeah. go do it, and oh. I get it. Stuff mm-hmm. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is hilarious, though. Oh, that's okay. a great story. Thanks, Logan. Thanks, Logan. <laughs> hey, thank you. Bye. 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 Oh boy! I'd be devastated. <laughs> Waking up in the morning, <sighs> opening the blinds. Oh my god! Oh boy! That is terrible. Uh, Paul, how you doing? Not bad. How are you guys doing? Good. Hi, good. We're good. Uh, someone else ruined your lawn, right? Oh, it's, we have a pretty nice yard. And neighbors walk by and say it's complimented all the time. Love it. But yep. for three years in a three years in a row, there is somebody out there destroying my lawn. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Who? What was happening? Well, the first year we're on a corner lot, so the first year they were doing cabling or something like that, so oh. they ripped up my entire boulevard. No fiber optic. Yeah. Yeah. The next year I came in and there was a uh, surveyor there that had took about a two foot chunk right out of the middle of my yard <laughs> to find a pin. <laughs> I said, I hope you guys are going to fix this. Yeah, I hope you guys are going to fix this. And they just threw the sod back in. Yeah, we'll be back. Never came back. Oh, no. Yuck. No. The last one. The last one, I came in, came home one day, and there's a friggin' directional drill parked on the middle of my lawn (laughs) with just, they had plywood and stuff down, but they had destroyed dirt everywhere. Just like, what the hell? What were they doing there? Why did they put a hole in your yard? Oh, they were they were fiber optic cabling too or something too. But <laughs> oh my god! Oh, we sent out a notice. Yeah, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> I inspected the hole. There's no wires going in there. <laughs> oh god. Oh, how how has your yard been this year? Smooth sailing. This year, this year has been smooth sailing. Nothing. Great. Nothing except uh, the, the weeds this year. Yeah. Oh yeah, god. A rain. As you get home today. Oh. <laughs> Couple pylons out. PTSD from that sound. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, okay, thanks. I'm going Paul. on holidays. I don't care anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you get to a point of giving up. Oh, that's awesome. Enjoy your holidays, yeah. Paul. Take care, buddy. Bye bye. Have a good one. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So if you're just getting up this morning, maybe you're just hitting the road. If you've been putting off filling up your gas tank, you're going to want to do it now because gas prices are about to spike here in the city. Mm. They're predicting, guys, a six cent increase. Oh, my God. My truck's almost empty. Oh, yeah. Fill it today, then. That's a fill day. If you can can, uh, find it low. It's going to bring the cost of regular gasoline at about $1.44 a liter here in the city. Yeah. 
So if you're uh, listening in Calgary this morning, you're also going to see an increase. So if you're just getting up, make sure that you go and uh, fill up as well. Mm-hmm. However, gas prices in Calgary only going up two cents oh. here at six. What? what? It's, it's but the, it's right there. <laughs> it's unclear as to why we're receiving the short end of the stick on this one. I don't know. I looked into uh. it. I've got no idea. I can't figure it out. All I do know, though, is that it could always be worse. We could be in Cornwall, Ontario, where the price of gas is going up to $1.68 per liter. Mm. Take that, Cornwall. I guess. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> Suck it so hard, Cornwall. God, I hate Cornwall. God, me too. I've always never, had. I don't know. I'm, always we're talking. Will. I've driven through there, and that's about it. Well, I feel sorry for the people of Cornwall now. They're probably very nice. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, regular gas. $2.05 a liter. Oh my God. That's mm. what it's going up to today. Um, By the way, you say that it's going up to a buck 44. Yeah. Some people are, a lot of people are actually saying that they've already seen a buck 47. What? Yeah. Windermere, Spruce Grove, uh, in the West End. Okay, so it went up even higher. Oh God. Oh, I missed it. And it's already it. jumped. Yeah, it's already jumped up. <sighs> on top of your- still going to jump on top of this. Oh my god! Maybe maybe it already has. That's why it's up to a dollar forty-seven. Oh yeah, everyone's saying buck forty-seven. No! Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, see, this story says a dollar forty-four, so uh, it went up even more. Should have got off my lazy ass last night and filled my truck. Yeah, I did mine yesterday. Oh. And then this text. I am from Cornwall and it does suck. Oh, no, I'm sure it's fine. It's probably really nice. <laughs> oh, this text here says just filled in Lloyd, dollar forty seven down here too. Uh, yeah, it's a buck forty seven uh, everywhere. Buck forty seven everywhere. Ooh. Yeah. Found it cheaper, fill up, but pfft. so it went higher than the news story. Damn yeah, it, it did. Mm. All right. Well, if you can find it cheap and you need gas, get it. Don't don't hesitate. Mm-hmm. Be late for whatever appointment. Sure. And fill up. Uh, another company that's making a whole ton of money in this country is Tim Hortons. Their recent numbers just announced that they've soared past the $2 billion mark Ooh. in sales for the first time in its history. Is that for like a, a year or the quarter? Probably quarter. I don't, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Is that just for Canada? Is that like globally? No, I, I, I would have. Oh, I guess the, they're everywhere. That's the company. That's probably including like their Burger King and stuff, right? Yeah, was, they own Burger yeah. King and Popeyes, Louisiana Kitchen. Uh, that's yeah. their. Yeah, that's their quarterly. Yeah, quarterly. that's their quarterly. Oh, yeah. Two billion dollars. Two billy. Tim Hortons has also expanded their menu to add a whole ton of items, and they say that that's helped as well. Um, global system wide sales. Oh, they say it. Tim Hortons. So it's not the parent. It's not the other companies. Mm. It's just Tim Hortons hit over two billion dollars U.S. in the second quarter for the first time in history, up from one point eight billion last year. I got Mars on those uh, sandwiches. They're good. Eh? Listen. Here's what I'll I'll tell you about the Tim Horton sandwiches. Okay. So I'm gather always, around the radio. Whatever. Gather around. <laughs> Take an egg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always worried about the tomato. I know. I don't, I'm always if worried you say about no it. Tomato. Then I hate tomato on sandwiches. Shouldn't be a tomato. And guess what? Every time I've ordered a sandwich, the bread has been soft and chewy. Yeah. And they didn't put tomato on it. I'm I'm so happy with their sandwiches. What's the, really good. the sandwich? I don't know about the sandwich. Oh, it's I, just a good sandwich, yeah, like a turkey bacon club. Yeah, it's a the good sandwich. classic. Uh, it's just got the the perfect amount of everything: the meats and the the uh, the dressing or whatever they're putting on there. What's it on? Uh, it's on it's like, like a mini sub. Yeah, is it that rock hard bread? No, it's not because they changed their bread. <gasps> yeah. They did. I, I stopped buying that sandwich. Uh, the, their sandwiches years ago because the bread was cutting the roof of oh, my God. mouth. And yeah. I it was never the bought worst. it. Said not bread. Yeah. once. And then like a couple years ago, or like two years ago, or whatever, huh? I t- I took a chance again. I'm Dip like, I, I just want a sandwich, and it was the freshest bread I've ever had. 
And it's always been that way. It's I don't want to say I've, I've ever had. It I was life changing. A... <laughs> well, the, the numbers aren't lying, Marcy. People are loving them. People yeah, are loving yeah. them. Two mm-hmm. billion in sales. Mm-hmm. Two billion dollars. So yeah. Yeah. I've already had one of their sandwiches, the newer ones. Yeah. yeah. Pretty impressed. Right? Right? I was pretty yeah. impressed. It's great. I don't know why they ever did that hard bread. Me neither. That was either. ridiculous. Couldn't believe it. And it wasn't like a toasted bread. It was just hard. It was just yeah. so firm. Yeah. It's like the top had such a thick crust. Yeah. Right? Ugh. Yeah. It was a, a roof cutter. Yeah. It would annihilate your mouth. Not anymore. No, it's good. I it's like delicious. it. delicious. Now we just got to work on the hash browns, Tim Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice try. <laughs> I, I feel like they're not even trying. With the hash brown? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, their hash brown's not McDonald's quality. It's not any quality. It's not any W quality. No. It's the worst in the game. It's paper thin and it sticks to the paper. And it's always kind of soft. Yeah. It's not as crispy as it needs to be. Yeah. Because yeah. it just needs some thickness. You need some potato in there. Breakfast their business. Figure it out. Yeah. Like the sandwiches and stuff. Like breakfast sandwiches. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. Good. Just your, your, good. your hash brown sucks. Yeah. Mm. Sorry if we're running in your Tim Hortons right now, but <laughs> your hash browns sucks. Well, they don't care. <laughs> they know. They, they don't care. care. Well, they do. They, they're not making the call either. That's they're probably true. like, God, we know. They get whatever hash browns is sent to Yeah, them. you get whatever you get. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, off in British Columbia we go, where on Monday evening, a group of golfers on a golf course witnessed a black bear remove a golfer's bag from the cart and then drag it off into a steep ravine. (laughs) Was it loaded with some, like beef jerky or whatever? They think there might have been snacks in there. Okay, yeah. It also appears to be a mama bear that was out looking for food for her cubs, because apparently uh, the cubs were also spotted at one time playing on a tee box and on a fairway. Apparently they were running around with their mom. Mm. So the bear didn't attack the golfers but I guess smelled something in that beer in that uh, I was say beer cart well it technically it probably is. was a beer cart <laughs> and grabbed the golf bag look at the pictures <laughs> they're on the app if you want to see now most of the golfers club appear to fall out of the bag as the bear drags it away but oh. I'm not sure if there was cookies beef jerky or whatnot in there. And that is a good looking bear it's yeah. a good looking bear that's like Hollywood bear that's a yogi bear yeah like perfect coloring on it and like the golf bags would be strapped in, so the bear ripped it right through the straps. It's a shame what's going to happen to that bear. Oh, nothing's going to happen. Oh, well, you got to put that bear down. A nine well, it's a mom with two cubs. They're not going to touch it. They're just messing on the golf course. <laughs> you know how much around is, especially where they are. Yeah, that bear's not, going down. They're not and, doing anything to the bear, and there might be damage to the golf cart. Yeah, uh, the golf guy said that they're trying to do their best to minimize all contact with members and bears, but sometimes the bears are there because they're all sharing. You know, the environment. Mm-hmm. They say they're equipped with bear bangers and air horns. Uh, they say they're not going anywhere, the bears, and they're just going to try to make everybody live together peacefully. Mm-hmm. The guy, uh, I'll put the video up of him, who's, I'm guessing whose bag it is, does not look happy. <laughs> He's got his driver in his hand and he is approaching the bear. Is it a good, like, uh, angry news shot? Oh, yeah, he is. He's, he's mad. Oh. Livid. Uh, by the way, though, that guy who was livid also backed off. I bet he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> you don't yeah. win a fight with a bear. He's like this golf club. This no. golf club is not long enough. And apparently, it, like all the golf clubs did fall out, but it looks like the putter was the only thing that was close mm. enough for him to get. <laughs> so that's what he was left with. <laughs> so watch out if you're going to be golfing. Maybe if you're going to be in the mountains <laughs> or in BC. <laughs> he just starts running with that bag. <laughs> yes, whatever's in that bag, he wants. I don't know uh, how you play it because he's going to eat whatever's in the bag, but he doesn't want the clubs. Which no. could be very expensive. It's a mum. It's a mum bear. So do you wait for her to... You want your bag back? Well, I want the clubs. <laughs> she dragged it into the ravine, so... They're very, ex- they're very expensive. 
I would right? imagine you probably wait a bit and then just go get your clubs. Well, yeah, just, just let your bags go. People play through. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, yeah. she dragged it into the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> I just have the audio running in my head, and they're just like, "Oh my god, yeah, there, what are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> he had snacks in there. <laughs> he had snacks in there for sure. <laughs> oh my god. Speaking of snacks, today is National S'mores Day. Do you guys like s'mores? Oh, I love a s'more. Who doesn't like a s'more? Does a s'more feel like more of an autumn thing to you guys? Or no. is it a summer thing? No, I, I think I've only had one once in my life. What? Once? Yeah. Maybe I had a bite of it. When we go camping, I, I, I eat like five or six. Oh. They're it's so the, good. It's the marshmallow. Crash doesn't like marshmallows. Well, don't oh. put marshmallows. Just put a little marshmallow. Well, isn't that what a s'more is? Well, yeah, but I mean, it's for me, it's all about the graham cracker and the chocolate. Oh. Oh, buddy. Can't you just eat cookies? It's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> Now, where, where did s'mores um, start off? Apparently, the origin of them is quite vague, but some people credit it to the Girl Scouts down in the U.S. In 1927, the Girl Scouts published a recipe in a book called Trampin' and Trailin' with the Girl Scouts. Oh, wow. It was 1927. It was a different time. Wow. Trampin' and trailin' was something else. You should rewrite that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would have stuck around in Girl Scouts a little bit longer. Yeah, right? <laughs> Mars is 20s. Trampin' and trailing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Girl Scouts have also offered several s'mores-inspired cookies over the years, so I don't know. That may be, I, I'm not sure if that's where it originated or not. What is uh, the ultimate s'more? Like, if you, get, you got the campfire out, what are the fixings? Mm. I have a couple different ones that I like. Uh, we'll do either, um, like, the, you know, the decadent chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. We'll do those as the, the cracker in between our, for our marshmallows. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. we call those Willy Wonka sandwiches. Okay. Uh, or another good one is those um, celebrations cookies that have the chocolate and the caramel in them. It's a two-in-one. It's already built in. Oh. Oh. The and chocolate's then, part of the cookie already. Oh, okay. And it's got, huh. You can get ones that have caramel or like uh, coffee flavor. Yes. And then you use those to press between your marshmallow. Yeah, yeah. And the marshmallow melts the chocolate on the cookie. And it's so good. Hmm. Did you not like the one s'more you had? Uh, I don't know. He I'm doesn't not, like sticky. Yeah, I don't, yeah, don't want to touch it. It's just so sticky, and and also, I'm, I'm not a huge sweets guy, so. I guess. Do you like s'mores, Marcy? Um, I'm... No. No, not particularly. <laughs> yeah, there, there it is. I'm not a there big marshmallow fan. Like, I don't mind it. I... You love marshmallows. No, I didn't. You with our nieces were just like loving marshmallows. Did you see where all my marshmallows went? Well, they did get thrown in the bushes and stuck in the trees. <laughs> <laughs> Every time they gave me a marshmallow, I was like, oh, num, 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 num. And I threw it right like, in. I was like, oh, God. Leave, leave it on the ground like the ants get it. Now they're stuck in the tree. I know. One hit, the, one hit a fence and another one got stuck in a tree. I might have been drinking a little bit, but I just didn't want to eat marshmallows. Mm-hmm. They, and they just wanted to make them. I just, yeah, I can't handle the stickiness. I can't handle looking at it it's just the texture thing disgusting and like yeah yeah and like kids love marshmallows oh yeah and kids don't care about the stickiness oh, on their fingers no. and then they like crawl around on the grass and then lift their hand up it's like whoosh, it's I'm like ah! yeah. oh god their hands covered in grass now <laughs> and then dirt <laughs> yeah dirt everything stuck like, to the marshmallow and then like birch yeah. like wood oh. like bark from the wood of the fire and, yeah. yeah it's and odd. then they grab another burning marshmallow pull it off and it's just stuck and then like, they give oh. you a hug and you're like no no oh. maybe that's why I just can't handle it. <laughs> I can't let myself appreciate a s'more. <laughs> Too sticky. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, speaking of eating things, this is a very strange story. So let's get to the bottom of this and head on over to Australia, where a small town there is reeling after three people died in quick succession and another fighting for his life after they went to lunch with a relative who did not get sick. 
Uh-oh. Oh, no. Now, this case has captured international attention over speculation that the host, so the person who was like, hey, family, come over for lunch, may have poisoned her guests with something called death cap mushrooms. Oh, my God. Erin Patterson, who is 48 years old, invited her, quote, former parent-in-laws... Mm. and her mother-in-law's sister and husband over for lunch. Shortly after, four guests were hospitalized, mm-hmm. and then days later, Gail and Heather were dead. Oh, my God. Then Don died. Oh, oh my God. The fourth guest, Wilkinson's 68-year-old husband, Ian, remains in critical and will only live if he has a liver transplant. Oh, jeez. Aaron prepared the lunch. Mm-hmm. And was the only adult who did not fall ill after eating. Her two children were there and were also served lunch. Yeah. But they ate a different meal. Oh. Mm. They showed no signs of the illness. Hmm. Now, speaking to reporters outside of her home, Erin denied involvement in the deaths. She said this, quote, I'm devastated. I love them. I can't believe that this has happened. And I am so sorry. Now, Erin is separated from her husband, Simon, and it's Simon's parents who she had over for mm-hmm. lunch. So oh these, my are, God. these are ex-in-laws. Ex-in-laws. Do we know when the separation happened? Uh, let me see if they say. Because if it was like recently. Like fresh? Oh, she guilty. Yeah. But even then, like people hold grudges. And then, That's true, Crash. Like, you, you separate, you, you're angry, and then like a year or two later, it's like, hey, let bygones be bygones. We're all cool. We're all adults. We were friends before. Come on over. And then you're dead. Also, why do you have, like, your, your, uh, why do you have your ex-mother and father-in-law over? Mm-hmm. Well, they're still the kid's grandparents. Oh, yeah, I guess. Maybe right. you're fostering that relationship. Yeah. But then you kill them in front of your grand, in front maybe, of their grandkids. Maybe you're in the will. Oh, maybe you're in the will. Who were the others involved? They're, uh, so it was her ex-in-laws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And their, I believe it was their their siblings. See, that to me. That's weird. Are you killing your mother-in-law's sister? Yeah, so it's. That's a bit of a stretch. So it's her, both her mother and her father-in-law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then her mother-in-law's sister and her husband. Wow. Oh. Maybe a mother-in-law's sister is just as bad as the mother-in-law. Maybe. Maybe they tag team it. <laughs> I mean, I've met some. <laughs> I love this top text. No in-laws, no issues. It's odd, though. So here's the thing. is like they're still looking into it. And they're saying that they're not, like, as of right now, but no arrests. Well, yeah, how do you prove it? Well, yeah. because not her. She didn't have the same lunch well, as everybody. She'd be like, I don't know what happened. That's like me serving everybody one, like, uh, one type of wine, and I have the other one, and you all fall dead. I'm going to be a little worried next time you start handing out bread loaves. <laughs> mm. Yeah, right? That's why anytime, like, uh, Mars is like, oh, we're having wine, and uh-huh. there's two wine glasses on the table. When she turns her head, I'm like, Give me a princess bride switcheroo. That's right. <laughs> they do like say one looks fizzier than the other. <laughs> Lidocaine. Authorities did say, "quote We have to keep an open mind in relation to this. It could be very innocent, but again, we just don't know at this point. Four people turn up, three of them die, and another one critical. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to work through it. Should they give her like a couple years in prison just to be safe? Not a full uh, like give her a taste one, of it. Not a fur- full murder one charge, but just like a couple years because like she probably did, but we can't prove it." I don't yeah. know. Could you charge her with manslaughter? I don't know if they're no going to charge her at all. If is it too obvious when it's a <gasps> crime like this? Oh, I got a twist! Oh, I got a twist! Oh, yes. Oh? 
Another mysterious element to the case is the fact that Aaron's husband almost died last year from, quote, serious gut problems. Oh, oh my God. Oh, Open my God. Open and shut. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. He said he's spent a month in the hospital saying, quote, my family were asked to come and say goodbye to me twice. They did not expect me to live. So she tried to kill her ex-husband. Oh my god! She's Failed. Not, she's not very good at poisoning people. Well, she killed. Well, she killed three. three. Oh, she got good. That's pretty good. Yeah. She, she got, got three. That's yeah, yeah. yeah she learned. Poisoned. She's improved. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Did they check her Google history? Oh, I'm sure they're looking at Google history. <laughs> check her garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Check her garden. Some rare, weird, poisonous things back there. Mm. By the way, the death cap mushroom is grown here in Canada as well. So before you go out foraging, be very careful. Death cap mushrooms, death, death cap mushrooms are extremely poisonous. And in October 2016, a child died after eating a mushroom that was picked in downtown Victoria, mm. British Columbia. Mm. Huh. It's too wet over there. It's too wet. Too many mushrooms. What a wild story. Too many spores. Um, a quick Google, too. There's a lot of cases online, uh, like news stories, of people poisoning other people. A lot is uh, spouses. Yeah. There's a, there's I, a recent one. A lady was uh, making her husband coffee every morning with, like, drain cleaner. What? And I think he, I, I don't think he died, but he got seriously ill and he caught her. Oh. Give that one a Google. Yeah. Wife, was that, where was that down he the set up, He set up cameras. Uh, I think he was in California. Wife caught on camera oh trying God. to poison husband with drain cleaner. <gasps> Drano she was using. Oh, my God. Like, that's... Yeah, she... Oh, I remember this story. Yeah. This is from a few months ago? Yeah, yeah. It's more recent, yeah. Yeah, and she did, like, all cash. Like... Wouldn't you taste Make that? Making morning coffee. Well, I think she was... I don't know. I don't know the amount, but uh, she was just putting a little bit every day. I don't know if it just like builds up and eventually you die. Wild. But geez. That's a crazy story. So this woman being investigated. Looks like she might be in a bit of trouble. Mm. Is it too obvious though? It's very obvious. Because it's that the whole group died and she didn't. And yeah, that her ex husband yeah. was hospitalized last year for intestinal problems. Maybe she's just she, a bad cook. She should <laughs> Right? <laughs> Maybe she was cooking uh where were they eating? I don't know. They didn't say what the what, dish what, was. What's that dangerous dish? A blowfish or pufferfish? Oh, fugu? Sure. Fugu sure. with mushrooms? No. <laughs> no. I would never. I, if, I, if, I, if I was in her shoes and obviously planned to kill people. Sure, of course, yes. Um, I would have taken something, too, that would have made me ill. Yeah, she's got to. Not kill yeah. me, but made me ill as well. That way, at least I'm hospitalized, too, and being like, oh, my God, what happened? All right. you got to do is just eat a little bit of whatever they're eating. Mm-hmm. Not enough to kill you, just like a smidge so you get kind of sick. Yeah. Okay, I've got some updates. I've got some updates. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, all right. Okay, so first of all, um, what was the lunch? Mm-hmm. According to the Daily Mail, it was a... It looks like it was a beef Wellington. Oh my god! Oh my beef god! Mushrooms? What is happening? <laughs> that would. Uh... Well, maybe it was a little mushroom concoction on the side. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, it was a beef Wellington meal. Mm. And another update: mm-hmm. she's missing. Oh, she she fled. Posted one hour well, ago. Now she's guilty. Aaron Patterson goes missing. Lawyers cannot find her. Oh, OJ ran too, and he was not guilty. Oh, so well, it doesn't always doesn't always mm-hmm. right if the mushroom fits. Court oh. of law. I know where the... Uh, where I've, she is? Tell did, us, Haley. Did a Google for the Beef Wellington to see how she got the mushroom in there? 
It's, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but it's like the meat, and they've got like mushrooms and stuff on the outside, and then it's wrapped in a pastry oh. and baked. Oh, that's actually that, that sounds really good. Is it, that proper way to make beef Wellington? Yeah. So it's got oh. like a mushroom, like a cooked mushroom onion thing on the outside of the oh. meat in between oh. uh, the pastry. Oh, I thought it was just like meat and pastry. Yeah, no. me too. Oh I didn't God, know about it, the mushroom wrap. It looks so good. Mm. <laughs> I'd let her poison me too. <laughs> That's what she's serving up. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Last not a bad, meal. Not a bad way to go down with a beef Wellington. Yeah, last meal, pretty did, good. Did mm. she maybe? Because some people are mushroom uh, adverse. Mm. Did mm. she maybe pick around the mushrooms? Maybe. Oh. But then why would you make something that has mushrooms in it? Well, she's she doing a proper well. Although if she cooked the mushrooms and ate, uh, like scraped them off and ate it, it, it would still, the juices would have still affected her. Mm. Apparently, a friends are claiming that she was desperate to get back with her estranged husband and he wanted nothing to do with her. She wanted to get back with Simon and the family didn't want Simon to get back with her. Oh. So she oh. had them over to like convince them that she was the right woman for him. Oh, no. Also, if you're wondering if she did it for insurance, apparently she's incredibly wealthy. Oh. She's a wealthy real estate owner who invested wisely after her parents died in 2019. Well, why doesn't she pay someone else to deal with it? She got an inheritance money from them. Now, how did they die? That's That's another question, too. Uh, Beef Wellington. (laughs) Was it the Beef Wellington? In her favor, if she's trying to get back with her ex, like let's say Rach and I split, Uh. and Rach desperately wants me back. And then she kills my mom. I don't know if that's going to Yeah, I don't think that's going to work. I don't think I want to get back with her then after she murdered my mother. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. So, so is that, does that help her defense? If friends say she desperately wanted her husband back. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Would she kill his, what, his mom? No, I don't know. Well, she would because they were stopping him from getting back with her. Because they said the family right. didn't want Simon back with her. They so knew something. If she could get rid of the family, then she could get Simon. If you don't like that person, you don't go for dinner. Yeah. Even That's if they're trying to smooth story. things over, right? You're like, no. Or at least you neutral ground it, right? You don't go to someone's house. Yeah. Go to a restaurant. Yeah. Because you can leave whenever you want. But how do you kill somebody in when you're not controlling the food? Ah. Uh, yeah. Nonetheless, she's missing now. Her lawyers can't find her. No one knows where she is. That's really making her look guilty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, my God. Mm-hmm. Sad story. Oof. And is she innocent? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I guess we'll have to wait to see. All right. So yesterday we talked about home improvement shows and we kind of went on a little bit of a uh, trip down memory lane over trading spaces and just in fact how bad some of those designs were. If you missed the story, the reason why we were talking about it is because a new study shows that home improvement television shows um, give you really bad advice and they make you feel bad. And they say that you should stop watching them and here's why. First of all, they give you a false impression impression of how cheap it is to totally transform your living space. It's actually very expensive. They also make it seem quick and easy. When they run into a catastrophic roadblock like mold inside of a wall, somehow it just magically gets solved, usually between a pair of commercial breaks. It's never like that in real life. Mm-hmm. No. And while all the stuff that they do looks great, it's often superficial, made from low-quality workmanship and really cheap materials. Now, these shows are also shown to give you increased anxiety about the attractiveness of your own home. And once again, doing something about it is more expensive and time-consuming than these 
these shows make it seem. Mm. Oh, big time, yeah. By the way, another evil byproduct of home improvement shows is that they're making everybody's house look the same. So, open concept, great paint, shiplap, blah, blah, blah. Like the Property Brothers, get a new style. I know. Every, all, they're all the same. I, if there's an episode on or whatever, like a, some promo running, and I'm like, oh, is this a new episode? No, this, this, this looks like an episode from five years ago. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. Over and over and over. Some people are also criticizing that these shows um, are reinforcing boring, outdated gender stereotypes. So if you think about it, almost all these shows have sort of, sort of a goofy male contractor who rips into the job like a kid playing with toys. Which is the fun part. With well, his more <laughs> demo day. Well, his, <laughs> oh, it's always the same. Well, his it's always the same. More <laughs> mature female partner uh-huh. rolls her yeah, eyes you at the his goofy one. Yeah, yeah that's the right. More stern one. Yeah, uh-huh. that's yeah. right. Now the couples who homes get. Ready Renovated also tend to fall into a bit of an outdated type. There's always some light bickering along gender lines, like the guy's worrying about the budget and the woman's worried about her closet space. And he needs his man cave. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's it, too. It's not only the, the renovations done in the houses, it's the people that are like owning the houses or shopping for houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it gives you anxiety about your own house. Also, like, your career. Because the house hunters famously, like, she'll, like, draw butterflies for a living. And, and he, he's, yeah. he's a professional rock skipper. Yeah. And they have, like, a $900,000 I, yeah, I have no idea how they're like, doing this. How? What? Is, what? <laughs> like, there should be, they should go a little deeper into the financials on this show. How are you doing this? That's, it's all bull. It's yeah. all bull. It's all bull. Yeah. And like, yeah, House Hunters International, they're moving across the globe, setting yeah. up shop in a yeah. place. They're like, we've never been here before. But yeah, the house is like, yeah, seven, eight hundred, nine hundred thousand. Uh huh. I wonder if you're on House Hunters International, are you told to like not have any money? Well, our, I don't think the whole, I don't think any of it's real. Yeah, yeah I agree. Not, I don't well, think none any of it's real. real remember, uh, there was a consultant here. Uh, he uh, he filmed a uh, an episode in Italy. And he said it was the most grueling filming ever. Well, and they had already purchased that yeah, house. They already, right. Yeah, they already owned two uh, two uh, villas. And then you got to find something with your wife to argue about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. he's like, and they just like retake after retake after retake. They're like, try saying this, maybe, try saying maybe this. Maybe raise your hand at her. He's like, oh, okay, house hunters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the end I of guess. the day, it's yeah. a total different couple. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> oh, man. Well, here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Has anybody actually ever tried anything in their home because of a show that you watched? Mm. You were, you're totally inspired. You were were totally inspired. You thought, you know what? I can do an entire backyard renovation. Mm. (laughs) Maybe you thought I can tackle the whole deck. You're watching some backyard builds. Yeah. I can open up this space. Yeah. Yeah. I can open up this space. Man, guys, when you open up a wall, you're opening up a can of worms. Guys, don't open up walls without knowing where your support beams are. And you're like, oh my God, it's load bearing. Ah. (laughs) It was load bearing. (laughs) I know. When I see, when when I'm looking on like the realtor uh, site, just perusing some properties, I'm looking at the ceiling lines. You can see where people like did open concept. Yeah. And like, I'm like, oh God, did, did you can see some sagging of oh, ceilings. No. Oh yeah. They, they blew walls out when it was a load bearing oh. wall and they got open concept, slap some paint on there and you're, you're good to go. There's a flip. Did anybody come home from work and find that the people that they were living with decided to, you know, take down the uh, wall in the kitchen where your pass through is? Mm-hmm. Oh boy. I did that as a kid. I blew our, uh, uh, as, a, as a teen, because I, I love demo and stuff, and construction, and uh, for whatever reason, my mom allowed me to do this. 
I've, I think she was going through some stuff. Yeah. Right, sure. It makes <laughs> sense. I ended up blowing out the uh, the wall between the kitchen and living room because we just had a door that you had to walk through a hallway and then go into the living room. Right. But I blew out this whole wall Open it and up. put a big support beam and stuff in there. It was load bearing. Yeah. But I, I totally didn't do it properly because I didn't put any new footings in. I put a beam up. It was good enough. Because you were a teen. <laughs> Why did you do this as a teen? My mom would have kicked me out onto the street. I don't know. Yeah, if I took a sledgehammer let me do it. I blew the whole wall out and she's like oh my god this looks great because it opened up the kitchen and living room whose idea was it mine I drew it out were you watching HGTV no we did not have that this was just my thing okay and uh, yeah I, I drew it on paper and I'm like this is what this wall could be yeah. my mom's like oh cool and then I think she's in the garden or something and I just blew the whole wall out that's either incredibly <laughs> cool of her or incredibly negligent I don't know I don't, I'm know, gonna which, say, I don't know which one it is I'm gonna <laughs> err on the side of <laughs> The wall did have a lot of electrical in it, too. <laughs> yeah. Was mom, like, not a bingo and stuff? No, like, she was in the backyard in her garden. Okay. Yeah, and I blew all the drywall out, took the studs out, and I'm like, huh. And I'm like, with the line of the roof trusses, I'm like, this is load-bearing, dead center of the house. Oh, boy. Yeah, and so we put a big beam in. Is that, I mean, that's a port beam. The beam was probably totally undersized for the area, and yeah. I, there were no new footings put in, so the weight load of the entire roof, I don't even know if the house is still standing. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a death trap. <laughs> it's probably some cracked drywall issues. We oh. couldn't use that room, but man, was it never open. <laughs> It looked great. Yeah. It was wide open. Did you start a renovation because you thought to yourself, you know what? I can do this. Maybe you were influenced by something on HGTV or not, but maybe you were like, this This is something I can do. Mm-hmm. I can reno this bathroom. Yeah, yeah. I can pull out this kitchen. Did Chip and Joanna Gaines influence you to do farmhouse? Sure. Oh, yeah, did, up oh you got all that shiplap up? Those great beams? Yeah, uh, yeah. And was it an absolute disaster? Maybe you're still sitting in a construction zone mm. and it's been seven years. Yeah. Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We all love a good renovation show, whatever sure. you're watching on, whatever show you're watching on. Have you ever been inspired to do something and did it go horribly wrong? Yeah. Or did you, or did you like do it well? Yeah, maybe you nailed it. I don't know if you guys scroll down on the app a little bit because there's Mm -hmm. a lot of photos coming in. Uh, This text here says, "I demolished my ensuite last week. (gasps) I removed a wall to make a walk-through closet into the bathroom. (gasps) It is." taken right out. Oh, that's going to look good when you're done, though. Will it? Do you see this one crash? Does this look daunting to you? It, uh, that's a big job. I, I would... Whoa, that's, that's a big job. That's, that's a really big job. That looks really fun. But that's, it, needs, it needs everything. It's it taken needs, right down to the studs. It needs everything. Yeah, you took it right down to the subfloor. That's great. Good on you. Yeah, it's already gutted. Oh, my God. That makes me want to buy a place and gut it. Yeah, um, but you don't know if this person knows what they're doing. <clears throat> like, that's yeah, true. we could all do this part. <laughs> Yeah, you could do the demo. I could, I could take it this far. You could demo. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That but gives me anxiety. They have to build another bathroom and a walk-in closet oh somewhere goodness. in there. That's going to be so much fun, though. Although, look at um, uh, many weeks ago, I uh, in our uh, bedroom, there was a lot of space behind the wall. Yeah, I but knew, you know how to do stuff. I knew there was a lot of space. And yeah. then I've been pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off. And then I'm like, today's the day. And I kicked a hole in the wall. Oh. And I'm like, it's got to be done now. Yeah. And yeah, I ripped it all out. And I got it to that point. And then we're, we're now at the point. It's still like <laughs> under renovation. <laughs> there it is. But it's not that you don't know how to do it. You just, yeah, yeah. I'll finish you it. You just stalled. Yeah, I still got to like paint and trim work and 
flooring now. <laughs> but that's the two, because even people who have the skills, yeah. like it's still a big job. Oh, yeah. And you're still living in the house you're yeah. currently working on. Yeah, yeah. big like, time. Oh, yeah, when you're a doing nightmare. a reno on the, the house that you're in, like, yeah, life gets in the way. Yes, and sure. Projects get pushed aside, and now you're just constantly living in a construction zone. Some people, like renovating a kitchen, all of a sudden, like uh-huh. this is the, the hub of your home. And yeah. life gets in the way, and now your counter has been plywood for two months. We're, we're talking about this because a study says that watching too many home improvement shows makes you feel bad about your own house and sad when you realize just how much money and time it really takes to do those renovations. So we want to know if there is anybody sitting in the middle of a renovation right now, whether it's indoors or outdoors, and how long has that has that taken? Mm-hmm. Maybe you tried doing something on your own and you're like, oh my gosh, I cannot do this. Maybe you moved into a house and after living there for a few months, you're like, wow, they did a really crappy job on this renovation. Well, yeah, when you're looking at houses, like uh, you walk into a fresh, quick flip uh-huh. and you don't see the imperfections. You just no. see the like shininess, the, the yeah. bright. Everything's just that fresh. new gray paint. Yeah, the yeah. new gray paint. You gotta have that. You gotta have it. Uh-huh. Uh, this text here says, hey guys, it's taken my husband a month and a half to build our deck. Mm-hmm. The beams aren't even up yet. <laughs> Hi, Brad. <laughs> sure Brad's trying his best. <laughs> Do you think like life got in the way for Brad, or Brad's just like, oh my god, I don't know how to actually put the deck together? <laughs> There's a possibility, <laughs> but right? The, the whole thing, both. the whole thing's like loaded now too, because they both wanted this deck. Yeah, Brad didn't want to spend the money though. Yeah, He's yeah. like, I'll build you a deck, <laughs> right? And so now it's taken Brad way longer than it would have taken a contractor, but yeah. he did save thousands of dollars. Yeah, but every day it's a fight now. Yeah. Imagine fighting with your partner every day about the same thing. Well, uh, and summer's like going TikTok. Oh, Brad's Brad. not going to finish. Yeah, this yeah, no, no, snow is going to be flying in that back. No. Yeah, I think you we think, all know that. Yeah, because yeah. now he's thinking, I don't have to shovel a deck this winter. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be a next year deck? Oh, yeah, I think it's all a next right. year deck. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, 780 if you got a story here. Jillian, hello. Hi. Hi. Um, your parents, uh, they loved good old Reno, right? They were inspired okay. by TV? Um, I'm not 100% sure. I know that they loved the home renovation shows and stuff, but they were always doing renovations on our house regardless. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> The first house that we lived in growing up, um, everything top to bottom, inside, outside, was redone, including, like, the fencing, um, the walkways, everything was always constantly being, like, done. And I remember as a kid, like, being under, like, five or six when we were at this house, thinking it was a lot of fun because when they were doing the... Um, outside patio and laying the brick, we got to play with the sand and the bricks and bring them to them in our like metal Tonka trucks and stuff. Um, and then when we moved to the next house and they were doing the renovation, um, they again everything top to bottom except for I think one bathroom got done in wow. that house. Wow! So you guys were always I, living in a renovation then. Yeah, my dad added a bedroom for my sister on the main floor, and then he um, renovated the basement for another bedroom and a storage room as well. Yeah. So it, like it made the house a lot nicer. Yeah. Uh, but it was like it was constantly like the the clear plastic to keep the oh yeah 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 but a lot of poly up to keep the dust down like my house yeah <laughs> it's yeah we we have been in a constant rental for many years many years now yeah, yeah. yeah. but that's yeah. great yeah every time they would sit down watch an hgtv show or whatever sure, they're, like, they're like let's do it hun we should do this at least they knew what they were doing though when they got it done well so that's nice yeah, it's yeah. Been years yeah. yeah that's great yeah. it's when i got it done it was just my whole life 
<laughs> my whole life. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right, okay, thanks, Jillian. Yeah. <laughs> you too, you bye-bye. Her whole bye. life. Yeah, I, her whole life. Yeah, I've been uh, renoing stuff for years, probably ever since you met me. Yes. Even apartments I'd be tinkering with. Yeah, you did. And I shouldn't have been. No. no. Yeah. no. It's a good way to lose your damage deposit. <laughs> My parents were big DIYers, like yeah. for our house, and then they would help out uh, their parents updating their place. Uh-huh. So like I've helped out on projects like retiling a bathroom. I've jackhammered cement out of the front of the house. Yeah. I've freaking laid concrete stones. Like We've done all of these chores, so I have this innate overconfidence that, I <laughs> that can you do, can do it that yeah. I can do anything yeah 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 because my dad figured it out why couldn't I exactly right. and now we have YouTube I know it's <laughs> so changer. easy <laughs> right if you need to know how to do something yeah. it's on YouTube famous last words oh, it's yeah, so yeah. easy even YouTube makes it look <laughs> yeah, easy yeah it just looks easy <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one here uh, Angie how you doing <laughs> morning guys I'm Hi. good 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 um, uh, were you inspired by a TV show to do some renos Totally. Started watching him when I was a kid, watched him with my mom. Yeah, watched it for years. And and just like Haley, I think I can do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Are you currently tackling something? (laughs) So I I, um, got a divorce last year and moved into my own house and decided I needed to do everything. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I took out all the all the flooring um, right down to the subfloor. We lived on subfloor for a, over a year. Um, I did the, <laughs> I did the kitchen. My kids don't currently have a bathroom because uh, I was going to tackle it on Easter weekend, but it's it's a little bit of time. Yeah, a little passed, time has so. passed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, why did the flooring take you so long? Well, it's a uh, lot it's of work. It's a lot of work. Well, yeah. it is. And it, do you, well, yeah, but if you just get to it, you get to it. No, because you've got to move stuff. Was it gotta, just like, overwhelming? And because, yeah, I had to do uh, flooring. And, yeah, I just kind of did it room by room and made my way through. Yeah, that's that's it. It's room by room. So I've, I think I'm probably about 80% finished. That's good. I wasn't planning on tackling the basement, but then my basement flooded in the spring. So. Oh, no. <laughs> so you're like, here we go. Yeah, yeah. So it all matched. Yeah. Well, good for you for doing it. Like, I wouldn't be able to do it. I'd be like, this is, I don't know. I'm not doing it. With you watching, growing up, watching these shows and then like having YouTube and stuff now and you having confidence, would you say your quality of work is pretty good? Um, like a B plus. Oh, a B plus. A B plus is pretty I'll good. Take a B plus. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah, impressive. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Right on. All right. Okay. Thanks, Angie. Yeah. Have a good day, guys. Yeah, you too. Bye bye. Bye. This text here, 56789, says, My husband had an impulse like crashes wall kick in his bedroom. <laughs> uh-huh. He was fed up with our tiny shower enclosure, so he took it out and he was going to replace just that. Mm-hmm. Well, that turned into now the ceiling below, uh-huh. then the full ensuite. Uh-huh. He ripped out a wall. Now we have to do a full new kitchen. Whoa. Our five <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> how, how hard did oh. he kick this shower? I know. <laughs> Thankfully, I just kicked a little piece of drywall. Are you <laughs> Chuck Norris? Our $5,000 shower turned into a $100,000 room. Oh, no. Yeah, it adds up. Oh. Because a kitchen is expensive. What's Ginge. a kitchen? Like $35, $40? At least, yeah. At, le- at the minimum? Want. Yeah. Ginge, let me out your bathroom. Stay the hell out of my <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get a new kitchen out of the deal. Six figures. Six figures. Because as you move down the line, you yeah. open up. Yeah, it just keeps It just keeps going. And then you're like, well, I opened going. this wall. The yeah. kitchen's on uh-huh. the other wall. Well, I might as well just, yeah. Well, the world we're here. Right? Get it done. 
get it all done at once. Wow. And then you don't have to live in a, you don't have to live in like a decade of renos. But Crash, people have stuff to do. Like life gets in the way. Yeah, you don't worry about that on but demo you work, day. But <laughs> you work every, you don't worry about it. You, you work every day, Monday through Friday. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the last thing you want to do Saturday is work. Well, yeah. Look, at like I've got what, three, three projects, four projects on the go right now. Yes. I need to finish these by the end of summer. So Time's a ticket. Tick. Oh. You live on subfloor for a couple of years. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> the subfloor sometimes looks great. <laughs> Wear your slippers. Uh, Josh, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, hey. good. Uh, were you inspired by a TV show to uh, tackle some renos and did it not go as planned? No, my wife was. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so when we were looking for a house a few years ago, we found this one in the perfect location and it was a dumpster fire. The previous owners were artists, and uh, it did not look good, but it had good bones. I'll give her that. The location was perfect for two young kids, which we had, and still have, actually, because they're not grown-ups yet. Um, So it checked all the boxes, except it was ugly as sin, and so we've been renovating it for five years. We've taken multiple rooms down to the studs, and Wow. Done custom woodwork and everything. And it's going to take probably another year and a half, two years to be done, done. Oh, so six, seven years. Nice yeah. when we're done. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. But by the, I find too with some rentals that take forever. Um, by the time you're done, like you're coming up, you'll be coming up on a decade. Now your first original project <laughs> is going to be outdated. <laughs> it's out of style. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep my answer radio friendly, Chris. <laughs> You're not thinking about um, the, you're not thinking about that, are you? <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna sell the place because it'll will have pumped in because we got a screaming deal. Yeah, yeah. With housing prices the way they are now. Yeah. Plus the work we've done, we're looking at netting 150, 200 grand. That's yeah. Nice. Well, that's great. Yeah. I yeah, hope, I hope it works. For it. Sell it before it's out of style, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Get in, God. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> bye bye. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So uh, we've got a lot going on in the city because it is August. Folk Fest kicks off tonight. Feist is headlining, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, wow. Maybe uh, besides that, the rain went away. It might be a little breezy though, so make sure that you guys like hold on to your tarps if you're going to be folk festing. But after that, man, it looks like it's going to be a pretty nice weekend for it. With that as well, a preview of the Edmonton International Fringe Festival was uh, held yesterday to give people a little bit of a sneak peek over what you can look forward to in the next coming weeks. And tickets are available. They're on sale for the Fringe. So make sure you grab your tickets and go and check out some performances. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. 180 performances, 36 venues that will make up the fist- festival this year. So The festival? Did I say the festival? Whoa. Is that the <laughs> theme this year? Because goddamn. Oh what is the theme this year? Um, yeah, yeah, typically fringe. they theme it. Eh? Well, yeah, Every year. Like, uh, fringe, Edmonton. No, they do. Uh, what do they call it? called this year hmm. why do they not have it in this story oh this year's theme is the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy there you go because oh, it's the 42nd fringe mm-hmm. it's always a good time too Sweet. so lots going on in the city this weekend uh, and uh, obviously for fringe which kicks off coming up here you can get your tickets early 
All right, guys, let's head on down to Leduc because everybody's going to be looking at Leduc. Oh, what's going on in Leduc? A lot. Uh Oh, I'll tell you what. I bet it's not that much. (laughs) (laughs) Keep your eyes peeled if you're going to be in Leduc because the one, the only, Brian Austin Green is going to be there. Hey. Oh, what's he doing? Is he like hosting a night at a bar? Well, apparently there's a film there called Chasing Midnight that's starring Brian Austin Green of Beverly Hills, and they're going to start filming a few days in Leduc. Now, I don't know what that has to do with any of the striking that's going on. I'm just going to stay out of it, but Brian Mm. Austin Green is going to be there. The production is coming from Factory Film Studio with additional cast members set to be announced later this month. Is there no writing because he's a mime? (laughs) Mars, you should get on this. No, no, because there's an actor strike too, right? Oh, yeah, right. Right, so... Uh, he's acting, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, he's gonna he's gonna be down in the city of Leduc. Now, you also might know that Brian Austin Green was married to actress Megan Fox from 2010 until 2021. They of course split up, and she is with Machine Gun Kelly. Mm-hmm. The film is set, is set to be shot from August 14th to August 31st, with a proposed release in mid 2024. And do you have a bit of an announcement? Are you part no, of the production? No, I'm not part of the production. Oh. It's right there. Ain't no scab crash. I'm not crossing right. picket. Oh, yeah, right. If you got offered a roll, you'd freaking yeah. take it. Oh, I'd scab it all day long. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Biggest scab on TV. <laughs> but anyways, he's going to be there, so that's kind of cool. Do we know where in the Duke they're filming? No, they, they kept that. They kept that mum. What's the name of the the show? Or the movie? name of the show is Chasing Midnight. Chasing Ooh. Midnight. I picture yeah. it's going to be around a pond. Does Leduc have a nice little park area with a pond? Yeah, they got a little like lake you can walk around there. Uh, it's yeah. Guaranteed it's around that. Chasing Midnight probably be shot late at night then too. Probably. Mm. So you might see him. I wonder why they, because we have late midnights. Yeah. Because it's sunny here still until like, like well, until, well into the nines. Oh, yeah, yeah. Still, nine, yeah, still, tens, still scratching yeah. ten. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, nonetheless, if you're in the city of Leduc, you might see Brian Austin Green running around. Would you recognize, I put uh, Brian Austin Green back in his David Silver days up in the app. Yeah. That's how we all remember him. Yeah. And now I'm going to put the current man up. Okay. All right. Would you, without knowing he was in town, uh-huh. like if you saw this man, would you recognize him? Probably not. Yeah. He does have like very recognizable eyes and brows. No? Yeah, but don't, you'd have to be staring at him. You're staring at a photo. Yeah, he'd like, walk right. Oh my by god, me. I would never know. No. No. I would never recognize. That's him. what I was thinking. Yeah, he's aged terribly. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, next hour we're gonna have him in the show. <laughs> like he's literally in Leduc right now because people saying that they were filming behind their houses last night. <laughs> He looks fine, obviously, but I, he would, looks great. I would not. I would never. I would never pick him out of a crowd. I think a big part of his nine hundred two and all character for me was the hair. He had big hair. Everyone had yeah, yeah. hair. Yeah. yeah, and he's yeah heavily gel. I don't hair. know how current this photo is. It's current. I think he shaved it for the film. Oh, dedicated. Yeah. I think he's dedicated. Yeah, Method actor. Wow. I'd be like, no, get me a cap. He's I'm got, not losing this. He's got a little uh, Woody Harrelson in him. That face. Oh, yeah. Right. A little bit, yeah. Like As the, he's gotten older, yeah. Is it like the, nose? the little bit of like crazy twitch? Yes. Yeah, yeah, a little right? bit. Yeah, Those yeah. eyes are dangerous. <laughs> There's something <laughs> going on there. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. He could be in Leduc. Any other uh, big Hollywood hitters rolling into Leduc? No, okay, so there is. There, oh, there's more oh, cast oh, members, oh, 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 oh. but they say have yet to be announced. Who else so would I'll be let you of know this as soon caliber as I... rolling in? Should we pull up the, what's it called? Chasing Midnight? Chasing Midnight. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, uh, have this you guys text, spotted anyone else? This text here, 56789, says they've definitely already started filming. I work in Leduc and they're filming in our back alley. They were scouting here all week. Back alley? Cool. Well, sometimes, you know, Crash, you got to get a good back alley shot. I guess. Yeah. They got incredible alleys. <laughs> That's why they came <laughs> the up The finest. <laughs> so we'll have to wait and see who else is going to be in the film. Yeah. You didn't find anyone else? No. I can't even find the movie. Yeah. Well, it's, it's all right. It's not on IMDb. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's no. okay. Last the Night? Maybe it got to get renamed, maybe? No. No? All right. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, it doesn't have an official IMDb listing. It's brand new. It's yeah, fresh. Yeah. Okay. They're just filming it right now. Mm. Off to Langley, British Columbia we go, where Anka Nitu is in a bit of a pickle. She posted a notice on the front door of her home, and it reads this. No more deliveries. Mm -hmm. No more abandoned packages. And apparently the sign isn't working, because since the beginning of June, Anka has had more than 50 boxes dropped off at her doorstep, shipped by people she doesn't know from all over North America. So in other words, she's opening her door and the boxes are just showing up. Like some people would think that's a dream. She said she was so freaked out that she called the cops. Oh. She said she called RCMP. She's like, I don't know what's in these boxes. She has since discovered that they are boxes of shoes sent by people who are trying to return the merchandise they bought from companies that sell on Amazon. And every time she gets rid of the shoes, she says often by just donating them to Goodwill, more show up. She said last last Friday, quote, my husband refused a crate. UPS Uh, was trying to drop off a crate. Well, she should get in the shoe biz and start selling them. Yeah, absolutely. The couple is finding the entire situation frustrating, but to make it even worse, they're also receiving bills in the mail from UPS demanding payment for duty. Oh, that sucks. So far, UPS is saying she owes more than $300. Oh, God. Um, I'm looking at the hall. Like, the whole front of her place is just packed with packages. Um, Why doesn't she... Because now these packages are technically hers, right? Yes. So why doesn't she just stack them all together, wrap them in a like a cardboard wrap and uh, plastic, uh-huh. and put it online as a mystery cube? And you're going to get top dollar for it. Mystery cubes. Everyone loves, Everyone mystery, loves cube. a mystery cube. Everyone mm-hmm. loves buying a safe that's not open. What's in there? Like maybe she'd get 500 bucks for the mystery cube. I think she'd probably get thousands. So then she could pay UPS because, by the way, the news went to UPS and uh-huh. said, what, what, what's your statement, what's UPS? They said, nothing. They said, no, we're denying your request for a comment. We're like, what package? Yeah. We don't deal with packages. They don't even care. <laughs> so she has the same name as a shoe company? I- I'm guessing? I don't know. Because the deliveries are for her note says, all COD deliveries for uh, Anka Nidu are yeah. refused. Mm. And that's her name. Yeah, yeah. So they're, the packages are made out to her? Well, I think that's just the sign she put on the door. Isn't it? Well... But the but it's on the package, right? Yeah, here's the sign that says that all deliveries for Ankanidu are refused. But how would you know it's for her unless her name was on the package, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Didn't um, wasn't there news stories like months ago of uh, like these liquidations? Like when uh, these Amazon uh, people selling stuff on Amazon have too much to. Uh, like they can't sell it. It's too much in that warehouse. It's cheaper for them just to unload it on someone's address and bring it story. back yeah, to you're right. like their country. Oh, because they got to deal with it then. Because yeah. then they have to deal with import fees and all that. So they just pick an address and dump it. Now, Anka said, quote, typically I can't eat when I'm nervous. And now I'm nervous all the time. She said, I talked to my doctor about anxiety and panic attacks because I don't know what's happening and when the next pack- packages are coming. By the way, Amazon was asked for a comment and they pointed the news to a statement on their website. 
Oh, which is if you receive a package or an item that you didn't order, here's the steps that you do. She was told that she must complete a form for every package she receives. Oh, but yeah. she's receiving cratefuls of packages. Ooh. Like I said, wrap it all up, mystery package. You're probably going to sell it. Yeah. Now, Enka says she has no idea, no idea how her name or address got mixed up in this whole ordeal. But I agree with Crash. Mystery cubes are her answer. Mm-hmm. What is the answer? Because sometimes, well, in her case, uh, dozens of packages, but sometimes a package does make its way to the wrong doorstep. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of addresses, a lot of open names. It and use it. <laughs> what is the legality of that? Once it's on my step, is it my package? Uh, I usually try and see if... Uh, if your name's not oh, on it. You should, of course, try and take, if there's an address, do the right thing yeah. and try and sure. take it. Yeah. But, but legally, could I, is that my package? It's on my doorstep. I, I, I if guess. Your, if your name's not on it, not really. Right? But Ginger's right. If you come home, there's a package on your doorstep. Like, I open the door and I just kick the packages inside. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I don't... Many yeah, broken I, things. I play dumb just in case. I, just, <laughs> I open them all up. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> is it... Whose package is it? I don't know. I think it's... Is it? I think it's yours. Ultimately, like, whatever. Take it. Because yeah. the person that is looking for their package, they'll just... Like flag Amazon and be yeah, like, so oh, was it delivered? Yeah. I didn't get it. And I mean, like get James said, one. obviously do the right thing. If it's your next door neighbor's package, give mm, them their package. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. This one says, I write, return to sender, and then I drop it off and run. Yeah, you could do that too. Mm. Drop it off where? Uh, yeah, where do you drop it off? <laughs> where are you? <laughs> the garbage bin. Yeah, the garbage bin. Because <laughs> yeah. I will, if it's like a neighbor's package, of course. Yeah. Or if I, if it's in the same in area, the I'll area. drive it over. But yeah. like, I'm only doing so much work. Oh, I'm not going out of my way. To get yeah. this package back to you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When we uh, moved into our house in Spruce Grove, we were constantly getting the old people's mail. Like packages. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were sending packages to the house. Oh, uh, we what got do you like, do with them? We got like five or six packages. It's, it's your address now Yeah, on the yeah it's sent to you. Like, sent is to it me. your package? No, we just took it back to uh, the the Canada Post because yeah. it's like an actual yeah, the box. physical store yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in Spruce Grove. So I just took it there. I'm like, return this to sender because I don't want whatever this is. I just write deceased on the envelope I and also, throw it back in the box. <laughs> oh, God. Dead to you. you can just write moved. And you know that, right? Usually, <laughs> no, I, I write deceased and usually it stops. <laughs> Apparently, Ginge, it's incredibly illegal. To open other people's to open mail. Other, if it's, yeah, you can't. Even if it's your address, if it's not your name, it's someone else's mail. So what's the, I just bring this in my house and hold it forever? No, you give it back to Canada Post. You quickly rip that but label who, off. Who deliver, I don't know who delivered this stuff. I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So that's why this woman is in a bit of a conundrum. Someone says those packages ain't mail. Mail's mail. <laughs> if it's an envelope, that's mail? Well, well I... I <laughs> No, so if it comes through Canada, is it Canada Post, Post that makes it? Because that's the know. government now. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. In Haley's case, once it's your address, that's my house. I think you if, mailed something to my house. I think if you open your door and you see a package there, and you look down, you see the label on it is not your name. Act surprised <laughs> in case someone's filming you and be like, "Whoa, <laughs> whoa!" And then you go inside, gotcha. you rip it open. <laughs> right, 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 right. This text here, 56789, says a similar thing happened to my sister-in-law here in Edmonton. She started receiving packages of balloons. They kept coming and coming. She probably got more than 500 balloons in total. That would be a fun prank to play on Adam because he's terrified Just of balloons. boxes of balloons. <laughs> He'd be so mad. He would be so I would mad. never prank Adam. Adam gets too mad at the pranks. Box. <laughs> the box says, yeah. hey, Georgie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
That's wild. <laughs> Spring loaded, all the balloons come flying out. <laughs> oh my god. You would murder us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, I've got a bit of a this is a, a crazy story. It's also very sad, but there's a lot of mystery around it. So let's get to the bottom of it. First of all, you may not have heard of Lil Tay before, but I've got a feeling you're all gonna be hearing a lot more about her in the near future. So she was a kid from Vancouver. She was a social media star and a hip hop influencer when she was nine years old. And sadly, she died and recent. Mm -hmm. The circumstances of her death, though, are kind of mysterious at that point. But she was only 14 years old and she had been out of the spotlight for several years. Now, this is this just happened yesterday. Mm -hmm. Now, Lil Tay, whose real name is Claire Hope, blew up online thanks to a series of videos where she talked trash, flash wads of cash and posed with expensive cars that she supposedly owned and drove. Now, she never actually drove in those videos. Most of what she did was just kind of sit in the driver's side of the parked cars and sometimes floor the accelerator. She had more than 3 million followers and was associated with some big celebrities as well, including Chief Keef and Extension, who are rappers. But she hasn't posted anything since 2018. Hmm. But as of yesterday, and this is where it gets a little weird, and I hope and pray that she's alive. Mm-hmm. A message was posted on Tay's Instagram yesterday announcing her sudden and tragic passing, along with the death of her brother. Oh, my mm. God. Now, nobody knows who posted it or what happened, but her death has brought back past allegations of a a number of things, including bad parenting, abuse, along with an ugly custody battle between her parents. So a few years ago, Tay's older brother, Jason, accused their father of doing some pretty horrible things and stealing money from her. Now, we don't know at this point if Jason is the brother who supposedly died along with Tay. There's also the question of who was letting a nine-year-old girl make some pretty raunchy videos. And in an interview a year ago, Tay's mom said Jason was the creative force behind him. She also defended them as comedic, but that's been like flipped around that Mm -hmm. it was mom's fault, dad's fault, mom's fault, dad's fault. Now, the rumors are online is that Tay and Jason died in a car crash. Other people say a jet ski accident. But there's no body, right? But those claims are not remotely official at this point. And the Vancouver police says that they have no report of this happening. Yeah. Oh, so you think this is just possibly like a stunt to get her name back out there? I hope she's alive. Well, yeah, like I hope, yeah, I, yeah. I hope they're both alive. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, what a terrible, the, what a terrible way to there's so get some traction again. Mystery around this. Because you said her last post was like 2018. Then she the just last kind of post vanished. was 2018. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Now I hope, and I'm knocking on all of the wood that these people are alive. Mm-hmm. But the mystery of it is that the police are like. And some people were saying, well, they wouldn't report on the the death of a minor, but her brother was 21. Mm. And they have not received. Yeah, and there's no, yeah, there's no, like, bodies, there's no nothing. And they'll still report on the, like, what yeah. they'll, they let us know, Yeah, right? they, they just say a child, I guess. Yeah. What a strange yeah. story. It's strange. Why the automobile slash jet ski speculation, just because they died together, so we assume it was a mode of transportation? I'm guessing. Hmm. And did they just disappear in the ocean? Is that what the deal is? No, nobody knows. Hmm. Nobody knows. It was just posted on Instagram yesterday. Hmm. And uh, people are trying to figure out what's going on and whether or not it's being investigated. Mm -hmm. Because as of right now, the story really is blown up like it's like worldwide kind of thing. Like, it's showing up on a whole bunch of different websites. Oh, yeah, I know. And then apparently, like, if you really want to dig deep into it, Uh there were some uh, Instagram posts from other accounts Mm -hmm. saying that it was a hoax. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Weird. 
Why the parents put out See, it? and like and now look at see everybody's doing that deep dive that I did mm. a little bit of this morning. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know how much of this is true though. Right? Yeah. Did you see that? Did yeah, you the, see? the parents post? Well, they posted on her Instagram account. Yes, yeah. they did. At Lilte. Uh-huh. Just talking about the heavy heart, devastating news. Uh, they say, during this time of immense sorrow, we kindly ask for privacy as we grieve this overwhelming loss, as the circumstances surrounding Claire and her brother's passing are still under investigation. But yet, there's no there's no report. The police aren't the saying police anything. The police are like, I don't know, we don't have a report on it. Weird. Oh, and people are just diving into this. I don't want to read your text on the air, but um, I will point everybody in this room. And if you have the app uh, this morning... Make sure you download it so you can have a little look-see at all the texts that are coming in. Mm. Somebody's, did you see what her YouTube channel says now? Uh, <gasps> oh, no. no. Oh, what's, I did. What's on the YouTube? Yeah. I don't know what that is, though. I don't want to say it. You can go and look is for yourself. Is it like a countdown clock? No, I just clicked it. It's so bizarre. In their bio. Let's see here. Let's see. It's here. so bizarre. Oh, that's not good. In the about? Video? Someone texted it in. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I'll, you I'll, just scroll down and read yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than looking. Hmm. Oh no! I think we can. Should we not? Uh, well, you can well, just because if it to. is the death of a of a kid, like yeah, that's it's terrible. terrible. That is terrible. Well, it, it's terrible news. It's obvious her parents have made some terrible choices. Yeah. The the nine year old famous on Instagram is usually a red flag of some questionable parenting. Yeah, I would say mm, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess it wouldn't be outside of the realm of possibility that they would do this for publicity. Right? And that's what we're hoping for at this I, point? I, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. She's 14. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. no. Like, it's weird. And I'm, again, I haven't really unraveled it. I was on it early this morning at, like, 4.30. I was reading about it. Ugh. Oh, like, I'm the dad say, will confirm. I'm going like, to say tomorrow, this time, there's going to be some more Like, it's just, more info there. it's very bizarre. Mm. Yeah. Lil Tay, if you want to do some Googling. Again, I hope she's okay. Mm. I really hope so too. Hmm. And look at look at all the texts. People are trying to solve this mystery, and her brother too. I hope her brother's okay. okay. Anyways, all right. That was a heavy story. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Should we move on to something a little uh, lighter? Yeah, I would say so. All right. Uh, this just goes to show that no one can resist a cute pet, even if they're in the process of doing something evil. A man in California was caught on surveillance video stealing a bike from someone's garage. The garage was open, but it sounds like no one was home at the time. And so the thief took a bike of $1,300. It's unclear if he knew it was there or if he just lucked out. But the best part is, is that the homeowner's golden retriever shows up on camera mm-hmm. to greet the burglar. <laughs> so not to defend the house, but to greet the burglar. It's like, oh, you got beef sticks? The thief stops to pet and play with the dog. And he's heard saying on camera the following. And I can't play it because it's pretty... Uh, a lot of profanity in it, but I'll censor it. He tells the dog this. He says, quote, you're so cool. You're the coolest dog I've ever known. <laughs> he goes on to say, I love you too. You're a sweetheart. Then he calls out for the dog's dad saying, where's your dad? Where's your dad? Where's your dad? <laughs> then he says, you should leave your garage door open. Who's a big boy? Who's a big boy? Um, while he's doing this, there's belly rubs happening. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Dogs laying down, loving life. 
Look at that vicious guard dog. Oh, and this guy's like taking his sweet time. He's taking his sweet time. Which is wild because it looks like the door to the house is wide open. Like anyone could walk out. Now, then the guy left with the bike. So he did steal the bike and the police are still looking for him from the video. And if you do watch it again, there's a lot of profanity in it. But it does seem like he might have been a little bit under the influence at the time. But he sure does love this golden retriever. And that retriever is a chonker. He's a bit of a chonk. (laughs) He's a bit of a chonk. That is hilarious. Haley, if you had uh, a stranger walk up into your garage, would your dogs greet or guard? Uh, I think Nova would guard. I think Loki would greet. What if... (laughs) Or run away. He's a big chicken. What if the criminal had begging strips? Oh, they'd be... (laughs) They would be right there. Yeah. My dogs can be bribed. Yeah, yeah, right? I feel like almost any dog could probably be bribed, right? If you got got a good amount of treats. Yeah. Right? All you'd have to bring is little cheese cubes into my garage and they'd show you where all the valuables are. Just like throw it out. I I think a dog can't resist treats. I know. It's yeah. so cute. Unless they're like trained for the job. I think the most, the best a dog will do is just bark because someone's at the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll let you know that way. Yeah. They're not guarding the valuables in the yeah, house. Yeah, I don't think so. And you're right about the fat dog. He is, <laughs> he's a, he's a barrel. He's a barrel. <laughs> which is how you know, there's no big, there's no good fat guard dogs. No. Right? No. He's mm-hmm. pretty cute, Fat though. dogs are too happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want a neglected, hardened dog guarding your guarding things. Your he's so cute. Can you, are you mad at the criminal? Uh, it was? Yeah, he took my bike. The thief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mad at it. But I mean, I'm girl, mad at it. I'll give you like a, a couple seconds. Watch though. it crash. I listened to it. It's yeah, really I got it in my head. Okay. Because you're so cool. Because you're the coolest dog I've ever known. <laughs> <laughs> and he's giving him scratches and the dog's like, oh my God. <laughs> you can hear he does slur. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. Dog. The dog's low to the ground, but he's high in the sky. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty cute. He's like, I want you to come home with me. He doesn't steal the dog, by the way. Are they pursuing the criminal? Yeah, the 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 cops are looking for him. He stole a thirteen hundred dollar. Yeah. Wow. But look at the dog. Here's a little bit more. Yeah. Dog I've ever known. I love you too. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) And then the dog rolled over. He's like, Oh, give me scratches. I it's hard to be mad at the guy. Yeah. The full video is up in the app. He is out of the garage on his way down the driveway he when is. the dog comes and greets him. He comes back into the garage, yeah. parks the bike, and then hangs out with the dog. Yeah. I hope the the silver lining on this story too is this guy, because the video has gone viral. The guy doesn't look like a criminal. And I hope that he like comes back. He's like, I'm so sorry I took I your just, bike. I was drunk and I Here's took your bike, bike back. Because yeah. the garage door was open. He the didn't garage door break was wide in. open. Yeah, yeah. He didn't do any damage. He just stole the bike. Yeah. But if he returns the bike, I think that'd be hilarious. I too. think that's wishful thinking. Because <laughs> so then it's a drunken excuse, right? <laughs> Look how happy he's made all of us with yeah. his relationship with this dog. Isn't that worth twelve hundred dollars? Yeah. I think I that's think a small so. price to pay. Well, I I've lost you. a couple bikes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to come back and watch my dog? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get any scratches either. <laughs> well, here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 5670. 
3789. Uh, when did your dog not guard your house? Mm-hmm. Did you catch your dog like on camera, like being really nice to like strangers that were walking around your house? Yeah, everyone's got cameras nowadays. Yeah, you see something get jacked in your backyard. Meanwhile, your dog stayed passed yeah. out on the deck. Did mm-hmm. your dog go run and hide? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could you imagine your stuff, like your golf clubs are being jacked from your garage and your dog just looks up and then lays back down? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, not every dog's a guard dog. Would Reg? Really no dog is a guard dog. Would Reg dog. go after oh, he a stranger? He doesn't know. He's an idiot. <laughs> He's, he's just so, like, ooh, someone he's new. so stupid. Would he even approach the person National or no? Pitch, I'm like, valuable, not valuable. <laughs> I'm like, this is the stuff you gotta watch for. Flashcards. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Maybe something went wrong in the middle of the night and the whole family was on edge and the dog was like, see you later, suckers, mm-hmm. hiding in the bathroom or, or in a closet. You had yeah. to wake your dog up to get out of the burning building. <laughs> yeah. You have to carry your <laughs> dog. Stupid idiot. <laughs> whole family could have died. <laughs> All right. When was your dog more friend than foe? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, a couple of things on the roads for you. I've got a three-vehicle accident on the Yellowhead westbound at 121st Street and also a collision that just happened on Gateway at 34th. If you guys see anything else this morning, let us know. Uh, by the way, if you're at Gateway North at 34th, stay right. Mm-hmm. Thanks for uh, everybody texting that in. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about a uh, YouTube vid that uh, went viral. A uh, yeah. guy had his bike stolen and he looked at his security footage. He's like, what the? He left his garage door open. Drunk uh-huh. guy rolled in and then his guard dog rolled out. Yeah. And uh, ended up uh, becoming best friends with the criminal. They had belly scratches. Yeah. Neck scratches. Yeah. guy left with the bike. He made friends with the family dog. <laughs> a terrible guard dog. It was a... Uh, so while he's like jacking this $1,300 bike, yeah. the homeowner's golden retriever just casually strolls into the garage to greet the burglar. And then um, all the scratches and all the love goes down. Yeah. Uh, has this ever happened to you? Like, did you look at yeah. your cameras and you're like, my dog did nothing. My All my stuff was stolen out of the garage or the house sure. or my backyard. And the dog did nothing. Did you have strangers come over to your house? Like, even if it wasn't nefarious. Right. Like, maybe you had, like, maybe you were away for the weekend. So you had a friend coming in to check on the dog and the dog didn't even move. When a stranger enters the house. You got mm-hmm. people working in the backyard. The dog says nothing. <laughs> like no because one cares. The dog should be curious, right? It these, should be. These people don't belong here. Dog has one job. Yeah. Protect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Protect your pack. Yeah. And sometimes your dog just doesn't care. This text here, 56789 says, guys, I sent my friend to my house once because I forgot something. She called me and said, quote, I was literally in your house searching around, rustling around, making noise. And Tonka, your dog, snored loudly on the couch the entire time. <laughs> When I went to leave, then she woke up and went, roof, roof. Mm-hmm. Boxer Bulldogs are not very guard doggy. LOL. Mm-hmm. That's from Linz. Is that when people put up the guard dog on premises sign when they know their dog's not good at the job? Because they need to, uh, Some you, sort you of need to go over the top. Because yeah. yeah. if a dog is good at the job, you don't need to warn yeah. one. Dog's going to do its job. Caution, yeah. man-eating dog yeah. inside. <laughs> <laughs> this text here, 56789, says, Our house actually got broken into. We have two giant dogs and one savage cat. <clears throat> $50,000 in jewelry gone. <gasps> what? While they robbed us, all of the animals hid. <laughs> We're obviously happy nothing happened to the animals, but come on. <laughs> $50,000. I don't, I don't know if I'd be that happy. I, don't know, I wouldn't be $50,000 happy. Nope. The dogs nope. and the cat are all gone. You're like, sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah, and the, the burglars didn't take them? Well, yeah. you guys are out of the house. See you later. You caused me to lose my jewels. So we want to know if you thought that maybe your dog would help you out in a time of being a guard dog. Uh, but obviously, will not. Yeah. Uh, Becca's at the top here. How you doing, Becca? Good, how are you guys? Hi, we're good. good. Uh, your dog completely failed at being a guard dog, right? 
Yeah, she's the dumbest. <laughs> oh, what happened? I love her to death, but she's so dumb. Oh, <laughs> oh what, what went down? She, we were, we were headed out to the backyard, and yeah. the neighbors have a little boy, and he happened to kick his soccer ball over the fence okay. while we were still in the house. So the soccer ball was not moving. It was just in the backyard. She literally ran the complete opposite direction. Oh my God. She like started to sniff it and then booked it the complete opposite direction. Like, it's no, a, I'm out of here. This is your guys' responsibility. It's I a can't. ball. Like, I am, yeah. Not today. Not yeah, today. She's actually up in the app. That's rubble for you. Oh, oh, we saw her picture. Oh, yes. She is so yeah. cute. <laughs> she thinks she is tough until she sees a soccer ball and then it's the end of the world. The soccer ball. Yeah, so if any, if any criminal got into your yard... Things are gone. Yeah. Yeah, she's also terrified of spiders. So. <laughs> <laughs> she really can't save you with anything. Oh, I love it. <laughs> no, she's so yeah, cute. She's just for looks, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, thanks, Becca. Have a great day, guys. <laughs> you too. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. She booked it from a soccer ball. <laughs> but uh, there is a picture of the dog on the app. Yeah. You can't expect that dog to protect. See this vicious beast. It's pretty cute. Aww. Soccer balls are scary. What uh, what size what size of dog do you now expect it to be a guard dog? Honestly, the littler ones I feel are kind of tougher. I'm seeing a lot of texts in the app about Chihuahuas. Oh, because they're barky. Yeah, ankle biters. Oh, they don't stop. Yeah, I respect the bark. You respect the bark? I do. I'm not pushing it on a yeah, bark. I yeah, I don't. Yeah, I agree. So yeah. the big, the big, my, the big uh, dogs—they're more lazy, sleepy. Honestly, I've had big dogs bothered. my whole life. Yeah, and you could head fake them like you're gonna go get them, and they'll bolt. Just <laughs> <laughs> big idiots. They're just big, <laughs> big idiots. Oh my god, they're uh, so scared. And Ginge, you're grown a big idiot. <laughs> yeah, you got a big oh. idiot. He's bluffing her dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch. <laughs> It's weird they run all the time. <laughs> what you like? Right? That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text here, 56789, uh, says, Hey guys, good morning. If you bring treats over to my house in your pocket, my dogs will help you take the TV. Yeah. If you're a legit burglar, mm-hmm. are you planning for dogs? Are you carrying you should. treats on you? Yeah, you definitely should. I, I, I would like to try... Without uh, knowing that oh, I'm not going to be injured, but I would buddy. love to try to like break someone, into someone's house. To break into someone's house, like, that, and they have big dogs in there. Yes. And, I, yes. house. and yeah. I feel like I would be able to take the TV off your wall, oh. go into your bedroom, steal your stuff. I'd be able to go into every room of the house as long as I'm prepared with like dog treats and stuff. Oh yeah, I don't think my dogs would bother you. Yeah, I'd have your dogs eating out of the palms of my hands. They'd come up and be like, "What are you doing? Are you going to come give me some snuggles? Yeah. Are we going to go oh. for a walk?" Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> and I'll bring a furminator too, give them some nice uh, brushing and like stuff. Love it. Actually, if you're going to do that, you can break into my house. <laughs> <laughs> you come home to a perfectly uh, fluffed up dog. Oh my god, <laughs> I would love their that. Vaccinations. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of a legit canine dog, uh-huh. like a working uh, police officer dog, is there a dog that can resist treats? I don't think so. I think every dog loves treats. I every, every dog, dog I've does. ever met. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, Hey guys, I bought a guard dog. It was a great Pyrenees. It's a dog breed that's known for guarding. When the house got broken into, she let them have whatever they want in exchange for a bag of Doritos that they brought oh, with them. A bag of Doritos. So they were just feeding her Doritos. Didn't even hold up for the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Yeah. Uh, Sienna, hello. 
Good morning. Hey. Um, so how is your big dog? Big old mean guard dog yeah, or what? Yeah, guard dog. <laughs> yeah, our big old mean guard dog. So she's a 75-pound like pit bull mix. She's got some bulldog and staff and lab in her. But we had a... I don't know, like a 20-pound Himalayan, and she was terrified of that cat. Like, she would whine at the bottom of the stairs and look at us with her ears pinned back like, help me. (laughs) If the cat was on the stairs, if she came into the living room and the cat was sitting with us on the couch, she would, like, bolt. Wow. Like, cry. So such a big dog, terrified of a cat. Of a cat. I mean, the cat was kind of a jerk, but... Yeah. But still, like, the size difference. Like, the dog should be able to, like, book it by the cat. No problem. Terrified. And we also had a little teeny tiny Siamese that was, like, maybe five pounds. And she tried to rub up against Venus's leg. And the dog would just sit there and, like, shake. Like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) What is that cat doing? So, you know, watching that go down, if someone (laughs) broke into the house, they're taking everything. Well, funny story, my car got stolen right off of our driveway and my husband and the dog were awake and she did nothing. But if a leaf blows on the tree the wrong way, she's losing it. Like, working, like somebody's trying to break into the house, but it's just oh. a leaf on the tree. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That's funny. And I love that your husband didn't do anything either. <laughs> well, he was down in the basement, so he oh. heard, like, he saw one of the cats jumped off the counter because he heard a thump and then... Oh. Yeah, I woke up the next morning and I was like, where's my car? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought I heard something. I thought I heard something. Oh, man. Oh, that's funny. Thanks, Sienna. (laughs) Thanks. Have a good day, guys. Yeah, you too. too. Bye-bye. Isn't that weird? It's weird the things that they're ter- absolutely terrified of. Like she said, you know, like uh, a big man can come into the house. Uh Uh-huh. And like and like whatever, but like the leaf blows the wrong way on the tree. Mm, Triggered. Uh, Mitch, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Good, good. Um, how's your guard dog? <laughs> well, I don't really have a guard dog, but I, I was just commenting on what Jin said there. Uh, he, he mentioned something about having people having a guard dog on duty signs. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, perfect. sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, my job is I, I drive around and I uh, install real estate posts. So I went to an acreage once, and the entranceway to the acreage is about four or five Guard dog on duty signs. Guard dog on duty signs. Yeah. So I roll up to the roll up to the house, and uh, next thing you know, a twenty pound French bulldog comes around the corner. <laughs> You're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I'm, like, I, I'm like, oh, okay. And his name was Terror, and I'm like, oh, Terror. very terrifying. And uh, yeah, he just he attacked me with uh, belly rubs. So oh. I, I guess he, <laughs> he, he he was a guard dog for sure, guarding uh, guarding the tummy rubs for sure. Yeah. So the signs That's definitely so overcompensate for the lack of a oh, guard yeah, dog. He even said he, the, the owner even said like. It, it makes people think twice, right? They don't sure. know what kind of dog. He, he, he's not lying. He does have a dog on the premises, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah, just yeah. a tubby little and Frenchy. I, I love that immediately rolls over. It's like, oh, belly rubs. Give yeah, it to and me. The, and he's like, oh, this guy looks like he gives, gives good belly rubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Okay, thanks, Mitch. Thanks, Mitch. <laughs> of course, have a good day, guys. Yeah, I yeah. love your show. Oh, thanks, Thank buddy. Thank you. Call anytime. Bye-bye. Call anytime. Bye. Bye. That's funny. Of you, you're expecting like a Doberman, of course, yeah. or like a, like a, a people or Roddy, yeah. yeah. And this little Frenchie comes yeah. around the corner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if you do have that big Doberman, that Rottweiler, that mm. Pitbull, that's not a guard dog. Like, it's just not in some dogs' constitution, right? Just yeah. like some I guess. people are more chill. Yeah, like, yeah. You train a dog to to, to care. Uh, maybe I, I guess. Like, I, don't, maybe. I, I feel like some dogs just don't care. Like, it's not. 
And I feel like too, like it's uh, chill. Like a, yeah. yeah. Like in a lot of like lots in town that um, like industrial yards, they'll have like the guard dog on yes. duty. Like when I was picking up uh, that trailer like months ago, they had like obviously when the business is closed for the day, it's all mm-hmm. fenced in. There was a guard dog there. But I'm looking at the dog as I'm like doing the trailer. The dog's passed out. Doesn't care that I'm there at all. <laughs> and I'm like, I could be jacking this trailer right now. The dog doesn't care. They don't. If yeah. I had treats, I, he's gonna be eating in the hands of my palms or palm of my hands rather. Yeah, we were at a, a, a junker. Yeah, like one of like the country ones. Oh yeah. He was like a mechanic on the side, but he also has you know like a just parts. A, <laughs> so many parts. So many parts. <laughs> um, just because you have space doesn't mean you have to fill it. Anyways, go on. Tell that to everyone who's ever owned a <laughs> You drive up on his approach there. Yeah. He's got like guard dog on duty signs, oh, yeah. and I hop out of the car, and I don't know where this guy is because they're always just you know putting around. Sure. And the dog comes running over. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. He couldn't be happier. Didn't chain anything. <laughs> just couldn't be happier to help me just steal whatever I wanted to. Scrapyard dogs look like the happiest dog. Yeah. yeah, and their big hanging tongue out of their mouth. They're like, <laughs> have they yeah. prevented yeah. one like, crime? You. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm stealing feces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a good boy. You help me carry over, right? It happens. Uh, Brianna says, "Hey guys, my best friend from Vancouver came and visited me recently. I haven't seen her since before the pandemic, so she never met my doodle that I got in 2021. I was a little worried about it. She arrived at my house from the airport while I was working." So I wasn't home. She had keys to my place. I left treats for her to bribe the dog because I wasn't sure what the doodle was going to do. The stranger entered. My fluffy doodle took the treats, rolled over, and ate them with her back to the stranger. That's what happened. Yeah. Failed miserably. Another one here says, hey, guys, um, my grandpa's farm dogs would share their food with the grizzly bears. Oh, my God. He'd come home and they'd all be sleeping on the front porch while the grizzlies oh ate all God. their food. Oh wow. That's from Ashton out in Sherwood Park. So this dog's actively doing harm to your son. <laughs> <laughs> the dog's the inviting bears. bears into your property. <laughs> That's going to do major damage to your property. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Yeah, if a bear, if your dog's inviting a bear to your property, Obviously, a human can come to you, right? They're friends, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're besties. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Trish from Parkview says, Hey, guys, my ex-husband and his wife have a huge dog. It's mm-hmm. like a pit bull kind of mix. Yesterday, they sent me a video of him barking like a madman at a single helium balloon. Mm-hmm. But he would never do anything to a human being. <laughs> We all love them. So they just, uh, dogs just have certain triggers. Just I guess. criminals are not the trigger. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be any important ones. <laughs> this text here says, a stranger in my house, my dog would let you, would, would help them rob the place. Uh-huh. If a phone cord slides off a counter, everybody watch out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here, one more on this. Uh, Crystal, hello. Hello, how are you guys? Good, Hi, good. Good. Uh, you have a, uh, a bulldog. Is that, the, oh, is yeah. that a, a big guard old guard dog. dog for you or what? I have forgot something that I got from work, so I didn't have my house keys on me, but our bathroom window at the time was broken, so I took the ladder and you can slide it open and kind of break back into your house. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And, of course, the shower curtain's closed. She can't see nothing, but she hears a noise. It took me almost five, ten minutes to get her to calm down. So I could get out of the bathtub into my own house, oh, and I'm so calling you, you and yelling her name. And she, that works. And I'm looking out. No, she's at my house. I broke into my own house. Yeah, yeah, you broke into yeah. your own house, but the guard yeah, dog yeah. wouldn't let you leave the bathtub area. Even nope. even though the, you're probably like, hey, whatever your dog's name is, the dog didn't recognize your voice. No, I'm like, Hefe, it's mom. Just calm down. Like, she's going at the mouth and getting meaner. Her hair's standing up on her back. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my 
my dog is going to kill me. <laughs> wow. That's the complete opposite of what you want to happen. <laughs> she, right? she didn't know, like, not at all. There was just no recognition. Nope. She just heard a noise and that someone broke into her house and everyone's supposed to be at work. And she's like, this is my turf. Leave me alone. Get out of here. Yeah. So it's wow. like her mind just flipped that she is on patrol. And it yeah. doesn't matter what voice or whoever comes in. She's going to take you out. Yep, so I'm like, this is good. Meanwhile, we have a boxer, and I think he was sleeping on the couch the whole time. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Work by herself. Those boxers aren't getting great dog, god, dog guard reviews in our, no. uh, in our app. No, yeah. no, no. They're pretty lazy. <laughs> no, no, I got two of them right now, and they'll kill you with kisses. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, thanks, Crystal. <laughs> no problem. Have a good one. You too. Bye bye. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So, first of all, we're going to start off with this. If you're going to be stopping anywhere for a treat day, it is Miracle Treat Day oh, yeah. at DQ. I think there's some blizzards in the they uh, did, yeah. mm-hmm. little uh, office there. They dropped off some blizzards for us. So, a big thank you to Dairy Queen. You guys do that every year. And mm. every year, we appreciate it. Mm. Just so you know. By the way, if you are going to be stopping for a blizzard today, what time should you stop by according to science? In other words, when is your sweet tooth most likely to kick in? Oh. Mm. And for those of you who have a sweet tooth, there is a time. I'm going to say 1.30. Okay, 1.30. Yeah, an afternoon treat is a real delight. Okay. I'm going to go a little later, a little farther away from lunch, but pre-dinner, like at 3, 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock? Mm. Oh, my sweet tooth kicks in after dinner. Right after Oh, you're dinner? going late in the evening then? Yeah, like 6, 7 o'clock. So after- if I put a basket of candy out right now, you wouldn't touch it? Well, I probably would touch it. <laughs> but I am actively searching for sweet treats oh, okay. in my house oh, at, 6 at 6 o'clock. That's your sweet treat hour. Yeah, oh, I'm yes. scouring. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're going to be heading over to Dairy Queen to DQ to get yourself a Blizzard for Miracle Treat Day, apparently the most popular time that your sweet tooth kicks in is... 2.30 in the afternoon. Ginger's right. Mm. And Ginger's got a good sweet tooth. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Ding. They say that makes sense because it's right in that mid-afternoon of like, I hate my job sweet spot. And you start thinking about some, you know, delicious treats when to make you feel you better. little fix. Yeah, that's mm. right. That's right. So 2.30. Uh, and by the way, what is the most popular sweet treat that we are going to be reaching for? Obviously today, Dairy Queen, mm-hmm. but on every other day. Uh, Most popular sweet treat? Uh, probably a chocolate bar. Oh, chocolate, yeah. chocolate bar. Chocolate? Yeah. Uh, no. Haley, you want to guess? Mm, it's not a chocolate bar. Not a chocolate bar? A sweet no. treat? Yeah, not a chocolate that bar. That everyone is typically reaching for? Not number one. Is it like a gummy candy? It is not gummy candies. That's marijuana. Uh, it is. <laughs> you have gummy bears. Oh, yeah, right. Because I'm like, hey, I'm like going, no, no, there's other types of gummy candies. <laughs> yeah. like, don't gaslight me. Well, I'm just, I was just thinking if Haley's reaching for a gummy, I think I know what it is. Yeah. Um, it is cookies. Oh, really? Well, that's good. Cookies Cookies. is number one. That came in on top. I love the cookie. Here's some other stats. At least one in six people say that they eat at least one dessert a day. Oh, yeah. Easily. Hands down. I don't even do that a week. No, me neither. I don't even do one a week. Oh, where's the joy? Would you classify chips as a dessert? No. 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 I'll I'll do some chips. It's not a dessert. Mm. It's like a side. (laughs) Uh, How about uh, about, like granola with um, M&Ms in it? Is that a dessert? No. Or like trail mix? Breakfast. Mm, oh. That's a snack. Trail a light snack. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, we don't eat dessert then unless we go out somewhere fancy. Yeah, I don't really have, uh, I, don't, I don't recall the last time I had cookies either. Over the weekend, someone brought over cookies. Everyone at the table had a cookie. I did not. I had one. It was good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Crash told me about it. He's like, Mars had a freaking cookie this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> She's been glaring at her all week. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> Poking at her. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> Someone's got to keep me on my toes. <laughs> the most common desserts we reach for are ice cream, cookies, and then anything with chocolate. So that falls under the chocolate umbrella. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. By the way, with the ice cream thing, yeah. uh, I was just cleaning out the freezer the other day. Once again, we had an old uh, tub of briars in the back. Oh no, we never ate it. We don't eat it. Okay, hold on. Uh, I pull it out, and I'm, I'm like, oh, it's a lot lighter than uh, I thought. Uh-huh. And I pulled it out, and at Mars, there is one scoop of ice cream left in there with the spoon still in there. That's not, wasn't me. <laughs> I don't eat ice cream. It wasn't me. We've had a lot of guests. That's it a woman panic me. eating in a hurry, <laughs> yeah. hearing footsteps, <laughs> and throwing it all back in the freezer. It was not me. I was just looking for ice to chew on. Uh. <laughs> like, what is this? It wasn't me. Well, there was well, and well, like one tablespoon of ice cream left in there oh with, with the spoon in the container. Then, then you didn't finish it. I get it. We've all been there. I honestly, <laughs> I don't you, think I did it. Then you didn't finish the tub. Well, it definitely was not me. I don't think I did and it. We don't have guests that eat ice cream. We do. We had kids at our house. The, this ice cream is from many months ago. I don't know. The average person says that they eat around 200 cookies a year or roughly four per week. 200 cookies a year? Yeah, no problem. Yeah, we're probably a, at least that. Really? Oh, wow. I'm not opposed to cookies. I no. like a nice soft cookie. No. Like a nice soft oatmeal and raisin. Oh, God. He likes bad cookies. Oh, it's not a bad cookie. That's a good cookie. I don't mind a crunchy oatmeal raisin. That's the worst cookie. You want a soft oatmeal. You want a soft chew. Now, milk was voted the best drink to have with cookies, obviously. Coffee was next, and hot chocolate was third. And people are four times as likely to say that they prefer soft and chewy cookies compared to the crispy or the crunchy ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a soft boy. By the way, um, I'm going to... <laughs> when I have my one cookie a year. <laughs> we'll go through this list um, over when it comes to cookies. What is the sexiest? Um, what is the most fun? Um, what is the one that represents love? And what is the angriest cookie? Mm. The sexiest cookie is the French macaron. Mm. The, the, mac- the macaroon? That's macaroon? considered the sexiest cookie. I love those cookies. Are those the uh, like, like oh, pink God. ones? Yellow, like the, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Duchess in town does yeah. like oh, the God. best. Oh, they do a, a salted so caramel one and their raspberry. Yeah. Mm. The colorful cookie or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so good. Are they're they crunchy favorite. or soft? No, they're somehow... They're, Both? Yes. They're so light inside, but there's still like a, a text, like a firmer texture on the so inside. So like the crunch, the cookie itself, you're like, they're the best I've <laughs> mm-hmm. ever had. They're they're wow. incredible. Mm. They're so good. Get down to Dutch. You got to be quick because they'll sell out. <laughs> oh, I bet. Get in that line and get yeah. yourself. Oh, they're so good. I don't know if they're our sexiest though. When what, I've, I've what never, would you say is the sexiest? I, because they of look the, pretty good though. because of the splitting and licking. Yeah, it's got to be the Oreo. Oh yeah, but can't, yeah. But can't like you're putting on a show. But can't you split and lick the uh, the macaroon or whatever? Well, you make a real mess, which I guess can be. <laughs> it'd be all over your face. <laughs> but oh, for no. like a seductive move, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that Oreo twist and lick, right? It's not even on the list. It's not even in like the top. All right, for a sexy move, should be the one that I grew up with. Oh god, it's the the bulk pack of your uh, wafer rectangles. Mm. Like the the you strawberry, like those, those icy oh. wafers. Yeah, the icy, the strawberry ones. You pull the stick out, Don't and they then you, taste like and you can break the oh layers my God, off. And they're wafers, and they're sweet, yeah. and they're oh. I would get those in my lunch. Yeah, I, I know. Those. I got spoiled as a kid. You know what I think is the sexiest is getting like a peak freen and then eating the border of it, and then biting the f, and then the p. Oh, a peak freen. 
I don't even know what a peak freen is. Oh yeah, the Now family will know. I thought you were talking about those ones with like the little jam in the center. No, they're yeah. digestive just, cookies. They're not the digestives. Oh, they're the, the peak little jam. No, these, no, no. These have no jam. They're just a rectangle. Oh, I guess cookie. they have a whole bunch. Okay. And you eat all along the side. Oh, and you tongue out the jam in the middle. No, no, there's no jam. Are you no, talking th- about the variety pack? Like one of these ones? Nope. Oh, nope. Which one's the peak freen? Well, they yeah. all say peak freen Mars. Yeah, the, the, look at all the options that are coming up here. Which mm-hmm. one are you talking about? Mm. Right? Because there's, yeah, there's digestive ones. There's, I don't you have my tongue glasses the jam on. Out. What's that second one? The blue one. What's that one? The, You're, that's a shortcake. Your oh, eyes God. are very in tune with your stomach right now. Oh. You needing glass. This is an old lady choice for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my readers on. I can't see my peak freeze. Peak freeze? Oh my goodness. You guys make fun of me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just seeing like fruit cream, shortcake, maple leaf, digestive. They have the... You're talking about Marzi. They do the strawberry one, but you're not talking about the jammer. You want one of these ones that have the words no. on it? No. Yeah, but not that it's got filling. This text here says, "Mars, you've immediately made cookies unsexy." <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about like a dad's cookie? Like you like to tongue the dad? No. The the, the, the what's no. between da- what's between uh, the dad cookies? You guys know what peak freeze are, right? Those ones are sandwich type ones, right? No, dad's just a classic chocolate chip. Oh, is it? You could oh. tongue us. People are talking the goodie rings. Oh, the dad goodie rings? You could put on rings? a real show there. Oh, is that oh. what you're talking about, Merce? No, I've had those goodie rings. They're okay, I oh. guess. We should bring in, we should, uh, I'll go purchase a bunch of tongueable cookies, okay. and then we'll We're get Mars to do them on Now TV one I'm day. I'm not doing that. I do um, not we'll, make enough we'll money for that. We'll figure out what the best one is. Oh. I'll save that for my OnlyFans account. Mm. Yeah, the dad's cookies, though, they're primo. Like the goodie rings. Are they yeah. crunchy? Or? Here, I'm going to put a picture up in the good app of the cookie that I'm talking about so you guys can all understand. You found the cookie? I did. Oh. So you eat around the edge. Is and it then, a peak freen? And then you can choose whether or not you want to eat eat the P first or the F. Oh, it's a, oh. like a choose your own adventure cookie. It's a... <laughs> Yeah, typically you eat the P first and then F, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There you go. There it is. What is uh, that? Oh, my God. And the P and the F stands for peak freen. And that's your sexiest cookie. Yeah. This P is the most F. missionary Mars answer possible. <laughs> like, that is, come on. <laughs> Just super dry. <laughs> It's got a P and an F on it. Yeah, it does. But I, I think mine mine is a better option. I'm just saying. Mm. Someone also texted and said that those goodie rings are uh, discontinued. They, do, they don't sell them anymore. Listen, I will riot in the streets if those things are discontinued. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not sexy oh, either, Crash. That looks drier than my oh, peak frame. What's God. that? They just they, sort of they melt have, in your mouth a bit. They do. I don't know. And you can break them apart and eat the, the icing layer. I don't know. Yeah, it was pretty good. My and, mouth is watering. And they come in a bulk pack, big no-name bulk pack. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. I like the ones that have the chocolate, the strawberry, and the vanilla flavors in them. So they had like the, the, the like multi-pack? The, like the Neapolitan? Oh, God. They oh. were so good. Mm-hmm. All right. Like every child should Like that is not sexy crash. Like my P and F's are way sexier than this. I don't know. That yellow package looks pretty good. It does say cream filled right on the bag. (laughs) It's more adventurous than your dry cookie. Uh, This text here says, I can't find those daddy ring cookies anywhere. Mm. Yeah, they might be discontinued. Coconut in them? Uh, Which ones? I don't the daddy's? Remember. The dad's rings. I don't know if it was coconut, but it was like peanut butter and like oh, something butter. else. Because yeah. it was kind of, it wasn't like a dry cookie. It had like a dense kind of almost like a mix between a cookie and a cake vibe. 
it has a little bit of sponge to it inside, and okay. then it was dipped in chocolate. Okay. Oh, God, it was so good. Am I the only one that thinks some cookies are a little too big for, like, one sitting? No. Yes, you are the only one who thinks that. Oh. Uh, I always eat my cookie. Yeah. yeah. I don't have some of them, that. Like, even the, uh, like, a Subway cookie. Like, a, those are good. Yeah. Like, a nice uh, white macadamia. Oh, he'll eat half of it. and then oh. I'll eat a quarter yeah. of it. It's too much cookie. And then I'll throw it in my console, and maybe a week later I'll get to it. And I'm like, oh yeah, there's too cookie. much cookie. They give you two with the combo. I know it's one's that's not even a lot. one's not even enough cookie. Oh, that is a lot. <laughs> you would not like the crumble cookies then. Oh, because they're massive. oh yeah, those are the big boys. Yeah. They're like an yeah. inch thick. Mm-hmm. Like they're huge. An inch thick. That's another like <laughs> that's, cookie. That's gonna last me a month. They're so heavy in your hands <laughs> when you pick them up. <laughs> We were talking earlier um, when Smart Talk was on about uh, Haley was saying that cool movie with the celebration cookies. Mm. Um, someone put a, a picture of the celebration cookies up. Yeah. I think we have a new sexy cookie. Have you ever seen a hotter picture of a cookie in your life? Those look good. Those, they're pretty good. They're dripping. Yeah, wet. those look good. They are dripping. Wow, wet. they're it's like a dripping with a juicy layer. In yeah, between. that's a sexy cookie. That's a juicy wet cookie. Yeah, mm. that is a sexy. cookie. That is a stock image though, so I want to see the real deal. What they're, does it look like? They're uh, they're pretty they're pretty close. <laughs> they're just called celebration cookies. Yeah, yeah. They, they look like that in real life. That's incredible. Well, next on the list is the love cookie. And apparently the double chocolate chip represents love the best. I'm guessing because it's loaded with chocolate. Mm. So you get that like extra double chocolate chip. And the cookie that represented the most fun is the snickerdoodle Mm. that came in. Now, when people were asked to vote on what is the angriest cookie, and apparently the angriest cookie happens to be Crash's favorite, the oatmeal raisin. So there might be a reason why you like that cookie it's the angriest it is a fine cookie it's perfect it's not it covers everything and it gives you a little nutrition it covers nothing (laughs) it has no chocolate someone put raisins in it (laughs) who doesn't love a good raisin that adds adds the nice sweetness to it not only for the taste because obviously they're trashing cookies but for the the mental the mind tricks they play on you you're like hey there's a nice chocolate chip cookie wrong (laughs) wrong (laughs) are you immediately disappointed and angry raisins (laughs) I'm not turning down an oatmeal raisin cookie though I don't mind a chewy oatmeal raisin cookie they're not that bad. It's the angriest of cookies because it's also the oldest of cookies. It's your... Oh, I think there's older ones. It's the racist grandfather <laughs> cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a it, was a, it was a limited ingredient <laughs> cookie. <laughs> it's a little. I'll stick with that versus yours. <laughs> well, nonetheless, uh, go get yourself a blizzard today. Yes. Get one with cookie dough in it. Treat yourself. It is Miracle Treat Day at... DQ. I've never had cookie dough. <laughs> Lots going on in the city tonight. Uh, Folk Fest, of course, kicks off. And then the Edmonton Elks play tonight as well, taking on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers at 7 o'clock. Uh, this is kind of interesting. Both Edmonton and Calgary may do something that has never happened in CFL history with the Elks sitting at 0-8 on the season and the Stampeders at 3-5. and Both teams are in danger of missing the playoffs. Oh, I don't think we're getting that. If they were to both miss, it will mark the first time since the CFL began back in 1958 that either Albertan team will be participating hmm. in the playoffs. Hmm. So that's kind of crazy. I didn't realize uh, Calgary is doing that bad. Yeah. One, it's tough to miss the CFL playoffs. It's only yeah. nine teams. Yeah. But yeah. Like Marcus said, typically at least, you know, well, forever. 
Yeah, at least one, one of, of us. One of them's always been there. Jeez. Yeah. Hmm. Now, while the playoffs for the Elks are a long shot, they do have an opportunity to end their streak tonight against the Blue Bombers. The two played each other for the first time this season back on July the 20th. The Blue Bombers did win that game 28 for 14. Now, as for the Stamps, their season hasn't been as bad as the Elks, but it's been pretty disappointing as well. Mm. But will they be back in a playoff spot? I don't know. Yeah, just I think they should just concentrate on you know, winning that one game at home, which they get another shot at tonight. Uh, yeah. Get it done. They are, oh, it's looking at the line. Winnipeg is favored by 12 points. Oh. Uh, uh, but, you know, CFL, wild things happen. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It'll be good weather for it. Yeah. So uh, at least you'll just have a good time outside. Yeah, and if you're looking for something to do, go to the game. Yeah, I'm curious to see. Cause I heard there there's was... tickets available. <laughs> yeah, there is. Because uh, last game, there was a fan saying he was asked to leave. Right, because, because of the, of the bags. Bag. I'm guessing the bags will be back tonight. Oh, yeah. And I'm curious to see how the Elks handle it. Interesting. Like if they get... Uh... Yeah. But I think because cops and stuff were involved in that last one. Oh, I agree. Remember, was, like, I think it was... There's more to the story. Yeah, I think there was yeah. booze and stuff involved in that. <laughs> yeah. First, it's just a, a bag on there, the head. There always is. <laughs> they let you away with a lot of stuff. It's <laughs> that's Trust that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you really got to push us. <laughs> All right, we've talked before about AI taking our jobs from us one by one. Even right here in radio, we've played you an example of some AI DJs and let you guys judge on whether or not they should replace us. So far, overwhelming people vote mm. that no they shouldn't replace us yeah it wasn't uh, wasn't 100% no <laughs> <laughs> a little closer than we would have liked we're lacking we a few things but they're, they're yeah. getting there <laughs> well now it looks like another job is in jeopardy of being uh, I guess eliminated because of AI and that job is psychics and fortune telling mm. apparently AI is now replacing psychics and even tarot card readers um, because it's better than what actual psychics and tarot card readers can do well because AI can scour the internet and figure you out like that. Yeah. Whereas uh, like a, uh, a tarot card reader and the fortune tellers, like they have to scour your Facebook page by hand. That's exactly <laughs> it. Sophisticated <laughs> algorithms and machine learning techniques. Apparently AI is telling you what will come ahead. Mm-hmm. Experts claim that bot clairvoyants are better than live ones because they can draw on the wisdom from a vast database. So basically like what Crash was saying. And they are unaffected by human emotions or preconceptions. So they're just going to basically tell you like it is not worrying about whether or not it's going to hurt your feelings. The tech move is threatening the use of future traditional mystics who, uh, you know, you can uh, find on Facebook or go to the fair or go to the seaside and find the woman with the crystal ball. Do you think this will be, we'll see the resurgence uh, resurgence of Zoltar? Oh, I hope so. Remember Zoltar? Zoltar. The fortune telling machine? The big machine. The the huge machine. Made made Tom Hanks big. And they'll just link Zoltar with AI. I want that. And he'll be pretty accurate. I want that so bad because I miss Zoltar. It wasn't Mm. around for my generation. Oh, you didn't have the Zoltar. We didn't have a Zoltar. Too many kids got big. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They had to put away. It's true. Yeah. Now, some people were also pointing out that this is very similar to apparently the last season of Westworld world as well where in Westworld the AI was telling people based on your parents your living conditions mm-hmm. um, what your life was going to be like hmm. so are they it's more accurate than the they're saying it's more accurate but I mean like I don't know also if they're uh, I've never had my fortune told professionally mm-hmm. are Neither. they do they um, give it to you with a spoonful of sugar like is it do they bright side it or do they give you the nasty dirt if you're going to die? Oh, I'd in a say week? just give me they, everything. Do they no, tell you? They don't, I think human beings don't tell you. AI will tell That's you. That's what I mean. So do we, yeah. want, do we want the nasty truth? AI will Wouldn't tell you. Wouldn't you want it? If 
I'm dying in a week? I'd rather not know. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, but yes. It's, but, <laughs> but it's just some some person randomly telling you no, something. No, but if this is AI. Well, yeah, AI. But obviously. if they saw it in their cards, if that's what the cards said, crash. Because well, then wouldn't you try to avoid it? Have you ever rolled out the death card when you were being in the card Yeah, reading? but that doesn't mean you're going to die. It means change. Hmm. Is there a card that does mean you will die? No. Is there like a car crash card? No. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, is that one good? You're like, whoa, uh, the car crash card? The no. card's covered in blood. <laughs> no. This text here says, guys, I was on a Royal Caribbean cruise ship. And I was walking on the deck once, and sitting there all by itself was a Zoltar. Yes. It scared the bejeebers out of me. I, um. Let's do it on a cruise ship. I never Zoltar either. There was, a, like, a Zoltar always at, like, the. In the lo- in the lobby area of like a Zellers, how many did you Zoltar? <laughs> did. did you Zoltar? Do you remember some of the fortunes? Well, no, I was a child, and you threw a quarter in, and Zoltar speaks to you. Was it similar? Oh, they didn't print him out. He just talked to you. I don't recall the printout. No. Was it like uh, fortune cookie generic, or was it a little more specific? I think it was pretty generic. Yeah, I bet they are. Apparently, yeah. there's a Zoltar at the mall too. Like currently? At West Edmonton Mall. And people are saying there's one at Bonnie Dune Mall as well. Wow. As well. Yeah, that's that probably original. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of 1984 Bonnie Dune. Because Zoltar gave you the little card, right? And that's then what it, I thought. Because didn't, you make, a, didn't card. you make a wish? That was the whole point, right? Is you made a wish to Zoltar because Tom Hanks wished that he was big. I just know it from the movie. I've never yeah. seen one in the wild. So it's not necessarily supposed to be. You're supposed to make a wish and then Zoltar will tell you whether or not it's going to come true. That's what I thought Zoltar was. Mm-hmm. Oh, he it wasn't a guaranteed? No. Oh. So Tom Hanks went. He was like, I wish I was big and put the money in. And then yeah. Zoltar gave him a card that said your, your wish has been granted. Mm-hmm. Okay. I vaguely remember the card. I'm just looking at the someone playing the machine. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it comes out with a little, obviously, a little pre-printed card. Maybe? So it only will tell you, though, if your wish has been granted yeah. or not. Unless I was playing a broken one. <laughs> yeah, probably. Or it's just like, sorry, kid, you have no chance. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> you have no chance, and I can't issue a fortune. Yeah. Some might have, because uh, Zoltar.org, home mm. of your Zoltar machines. Of course. Um, says that everyone loved the all-knowing animatronic fortune-telling machine. So I think some maybe granted wishes and some did maybe like crashes. It was just, oh, okay. just like told the, you a, yeah, just a mouth a fortune. Yeah, because here's the your wishes granted tokens. Apparently, there's a Zoltar in Banff. So there's a lot of Zoltars. Does has anybody used one? And did your wish come true? Well, I don't know if we should hang a lot of weight onto the Zoltar. Oh, hang well, it all. If it if it oh. worked, it worked. I guess. Yeah. You can buy one. I know. I'm just looking. <laughs> We're not buying a Zoltar. Why? Because it's creepy and weird. We need one. I can put it in the basement. I, got I don't want it in the house. Machine. It's not coming in the house. Eight thousand dollars. That's just for the like the base price for the standard one. There, there's an economy one crash. Hold on. Here, yeah. Give see. me economy. Give me budget Zoltar. I can get you in a Zoltar today. Yeah. For under seven thousand dollars. That's a lot. <sighs> Done. No, what are you doing? It's not coming home. It stays here then. Is <laughs> <laughs> you got it. All right. What time do you guys eat dinner at? Do you think eating dinner earlier than, uh, are you eating it earlier or later than most people? Or do you think that you're about average? I like a four thirty five o'clock dinner. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, that's an early dinner. I like early. Yeah. That's a good time. I like it early. You get it done, and then once you finish dinner, you're like, I have an evening. This is nice. But you ate two dinners last night. I did. <laughs> you ate dinner at 5.30, yeah. and then you ate dinner again at 8.30. Yeah, I had some chicken fingers and rice. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. so good. I'll, uh, I'll double dinner daddy at sometimes, too. Yeah. Because I feel the kids a little earlier, because I'll, I'll usually wait till like, Rachel gets home like 6.30, so then mm. we eat together, but the kids will be hungry earlier, because, you know, 
kids. Your kids. Sure. So I'll also graze on whatever I fed them. Yeah. And that's usually around like 5.30. So we yeah. do like 5.30, 6.30. Oh, okay. That's our yeah, yeah. dinner time. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had two full dinners? Because Crash had two oh, full dinners well, last night. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could do two full dinner every night. I want to go to bed with a full belly. Well, most people eat dinner between 5 and 8 p.m., but the average time is 6.19. 8 p- like, sure, if it's a Friday, Saturday night, we're going out for dinner, and 8 p.m., sure. But 8 p.m. at home? Yeah. yeah. That feels crazy. 8 p.m. at home. Oh. Yeah, 8 p.m. at home. Obviously, I had a very busy day, and I'm going to be angry yeah. cooking. We had, a, we had a couple late dinners on holidays because we put the kids to bed yeah. and then made dinner for the adults. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like 9, 9.30. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was some late nights. Some late dinners. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, if you're meeting someone for dinner, 8 p.m. is fine. Yeah. yeah. But at home? Mm-hmm. Feels much too late to fire up the oven. Yeah. So late. On the other hand, though, I'll still go out for dinner and be the first one in the drawers when the restaurant opens at 5. I love a 5 p.m. That's a reservation. Great, that's a great time. Get that good table. Absolutely no ambiance. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bunch of upturned chairs. <laughs> like, wait for my review on this place. Yeah. <laughs> I think no ambiance. The earlier you rise, uh, the earlier oh, you course. eat. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's basically the way that it goes. Mm. All right, guys. Uh, some Taylor Swift news for you. So, um, as you found out at the end of the show yesterday, both Ginge and Haley wait listed. I know, which I'm means still no. T- about it. it means no tickets for you, right? No. Pretty much. Yeah. I tried to look at the resale tickets too on mm-hmm. StubHub. Twenty five hundred dollars for tickets for one or for two. I think it's just for the one. That's a one. Whew, man, and yeah. they're probably only going to go up for. And me. that's an up top. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. That's like in the nosebleeds. Mm-hmm. Because didn't um, Taylor Swift, didn't they? Didn't Ticketmaster start rolling out purchasing today? Yeah, there, there's different dates for the different dates of the show. They didn't yeah. do them all yesterday. Mm-hmm. But because you were waitlisted, you can't even buy no. like what, what's being Once rolled out today? Once you're waitlisted, you're waitlisted. Oh, boy. <sighs> that really sucks. Mm-hmm. That really sucks. Well, I'm not sure what sucks more, being waitlisted and not being able to get your hands on Taylor Swift tickets and possibly having to buy them secondhand, or imagine spending thousands of dollars to see Taylor Swift in concert and your hopes and dreams get crushed because of Flair Airlines. Oh, no. What? Oh. What? This is, um, this is a warning as to why if you have tickets to something, go the day before. Mm. Don't. What did Flair do? Oh, boy. So, Belva Lee and her friends all had tickets to go to Los Angeles from Vancouver Mm -hmm. to see Taylor Swift. They were flying out Tuesday morning, and the Taylor Swift show was later that night. The plane took off, quote, somewhat on time, but two hours into the flight, turned around and went back to Vancouver. No! No, no, no! Flair Airlines said that it was, quote, a mechanical issue, and it later came out that it all involved the toilets. Oh, God, they had broken toilets. I'd be like, I don't care, just take me to L.A., land it, land the plane, fix your toilets there. Especially, like, two, LA, two hours Vancouver in. to L.A., two hours is almost damn near there, isn't it? You would think. Did they turn around because they don't have, like, a repair place? Oh. I think so. Any Anyone to repair in L.A.? Yeah. And they'd have to drive, they'd have to fly an empty plane back? Yeah. Oh! So they get back to Vancouver, and then what? It's just delay after delay? And then it was delay after delay. The group was told to wait outside the plane for another four hours. The flight was pushed back. Passengers were told that it would take off. So they were all sitting on the plane. Mm. Well, they brought somebody on to... Fix the fix the toilets. Yeah. They were unusable, so eventually they started letting people off the plane, fifteen people at a time, just simply to use the facilities. I'd be gripping my seat. I'm not leaving. You had to go to the bathroom, right? I and guess, you're already yeah. landed, right? The flight was eventually 
outright canceled. Oh, oh my God. Initially, and- everybody on the flight was told fixing the toilet would only take 20 minutes. And unfortunately, due to the issues with the bathroom, the group ended up missing the concert. Oh, and there you are. Yeah, with thousands of dollars in tickets. They said they paid a lot of money for their Taylor Swift tickets. They ended up missing the concert. They said they also knew that they were taking some risks by flying out that morning for a show that night. What added to the frustration was that the plane was more than halfway to L.A. before returning. Yeah, you they, always have to go a day before. Always mm-hmm. go the day, or two days before. Anything, if you can swing it, you got it. Because ch- yeah. nowadays with airlines, chancing something same day, pff, good would, luck. Yeah. I would be so mad. <laughs> I bet. I, I think I'd cry. I'm mad for those people. So am I. Like, I'm upset for them. And then oh. as you're waiting at the airport... And then it's canceled. You go home. You're just watching the hashtag of Taylor Swift performing in L.A. And you know. You're like, no. You're not getting another ticket to that show. Oh, God. No. 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 She and her friends, she said, spent uh, $2,000 each. (gasps) For the tickets. Over two grand each for the tickets. And then $700 for the plane ticket. Yeah, there's there's a big group there. She does say, though, uh, Flair gave the passengers $10 meal vouchers uh, that did not work at most of the restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh. I guess that's the risk with anything. Yeah. Day yeah. of, right? Day of, yeah. It happens all the time. Airf- yeah. It's... Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Planes are yeah. delayed. Planes are turned around. And and some people do have to fly day of. It is just yeah. it is what it is uh, because of work or whatever. Sure. But like, or imagine, child care imagine or whatever. if you were flying in somewhere to go to someone's wedding. Oh. And they're, they're getting married that evening. What do you do? If all of a sudden, like, delay after delay and... Oh, God. And then the flight's canceled and you miss a wedding? That's rough. Yeah, a lot of people come in day of. You miss a baby? Yeah. The birth of your child. A lot <laughs> Has of anyone missed the birth of their child? Probably. <laughs> You're out of town trying to get back? Right. Trying to get back. Yeah, yeah. I want to know from you guys this morning, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. What important thing did you miss? Mm-hmm. Because of airlines, because of a flight. Yeah. You don't um, have to call out the particular airline. You don't have to say the airline. We and all know they're, they're the sure. state of the We there. all know what the state is. Basically, roll the dice. <laughs> Good luck to you yeah. um, if you're going to be traveling. But um, did you miss, like, did you miss your, did you miss your own wedding? Mm. Like, you're flying down to Mexico to get married. Yeah, usually you're you bang flying, out. You're not flying down a week before. Yeah, usually no. you bang out the wedding close, closer to when everyone arrives, right? Right? Yeah. And then it's a vacation time. You have time to party. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! You could miss. Yeah, you mentioned births. You could miss the other side too. Like you could be going to visit uh, a parent or grandparent. <gasps> yeah, right. You know, right. Yeah, they, they call you like you got to get on a plane. You yeah, because fl- yeah. it's always last Dad's minute. Dad's not doing well. Right. Oh my god, that'd be terrible. And your flight gets canceled. Uh huh. What if you're just taking like a quickie vacation? Like what if you're going down to Las Vegas? Yeah, and You've it blows got, that first night. Right, and it blows that first night. What's the point after that? Yeah, now it's a rush job. Oh, I'd be so mad. I was ready to get down and dirty uh, in Vegas. This text here, 56789, says, guys, I had this exact same thing happen to me, just like you're talking about on a flight to Vegas. One and a half hours into the flight, and Sunwing turned around. <sighs> we missed one and a half days into our four-day trip, and it was a gong show. No. Apparently, someone had flushed feminine hygiene products down the toilet and plugged it all up. We missed a day and a half of our vacation. These damn toilets should handle a lot more. <laughs> right? <laughs> I should be able to put a an entire like foot-long sub in there. You should. Okay. We've I all should. seen them. It's like the gates of hell, that right. thing. Yeah, like, that's, yeah. One 
one, yeah. one tampon bumps up the hole. Right? You should be able to flush pants down yeah, the toilet. Everything yeah. should be able to go in there. Also, there should be like a no. We have like the contract with the airlines. There's like the uh, 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 passenger protection thing. Sure. We all were entitled to certain rights. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there should be a no U-turnsies clause. Yeah, once it's in the air, you go. You to gotta your land on the way there at least. You yeah. can't. You can't come home. Yeah. We have to be making always towards our destination. Yeah. We can't do U-turns on the ground. Yeah. You can't do them up there. I agree. Mm-hmm. Just tell everybody to hold it. Just everyone just hold, to take a poll. Yeah. Be like, yeah, take you a guys poll. rather take us turn around? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or can you hold it for 45 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right? Because guaranteed, too, like this group that uh, did the interview in the news, yeah. they probably weren't the only one going to the Taylor Swift concert. Probably on that plane. not. That plane was probably yeah. fully loaded with Taylor Swift. My God. Right? And there's nothing you can do. Like, no. Flair's not responsible for re- reimbursing the money for the tickets. Well, They're like, can, well, you can threaten everyone. You should, at the front you should desk. have made your way out there. Like, <laughs> and imagine being, because it was a bathroom problem. Uh. So imagine being the last person out of that bathroom. Oh, they, they broke it. Uh huh. And then mm-hmm. the, the, you see the flight attendants running up and like looking like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and the pilot comes on. <laughs> and every time Mars goes, I'm like, mm. mm-hmm. oh, it's fine. Fingers crossed. <laughs> this text here says, I'm going to Vegas. If there's any problems with my flight, I will be stealing a plane and flying it there my damn self. Well, that's the thing is you spend all this money. Yeah. You got hotel reservations. You've got stuff to do. And you're already in full gremlin mode. You've been at the airport three hours early. Yeah. So you've been drinking yep. this entire time. We did our part. Yeah. So now you've got a, what, you're going to have a wild night oh. on the airport floor? Yeah. Oh, man. Mm. That sucks. All right. What did you miss because of a travel delay? Was it like half of your vacation? Oh, God, I would be so sad. Because we we basically work to vacation. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Working for the weekend. We're working for the weekend, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're working to relax. We're working to relax. <laughs> yeah. So what did you miss because of a travel delay? This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We've all experienced flight delays. We have. Maybe canceled flights. Mm-hmm. But we're wondering, uh, with all those flight delays and cancellations, did you miss something important? Yeah. We were talking about this because uh, a couple, well, a big group of people actually over in Vancouver um, had tickets to see Taylor Swift in Los Angeles, and they missed the concert because halfway through the flight, Flair Airlines decided to turn around and go back to Vancouver instead of carrying on to Los Angeles because the toilets were uh, malfunctioning. Now, here's the thing. They flew out in like the morning, early morning afternoon, uh-huh. and the concert was that night, so mm-hmm. they didn't give themselves any sort of a 24-hour buffer. They flew the same day. What a gamble of and now like now that is because I, I wouldn't I wouldn't think twice about it right like if there was a concert tonight in Vancouver I'd fly out after the show mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah like I wouldn't be like oh I have to get to Vancouver on Tuesday mm-hmm. yeah Although we we have something coming up, uh, this is before this story rolled out. We have something coming oh, that up was, yeah, yeah, yesterday in October, and we're chatting on the phone. And Mars is like, "Oh, uh, yeah, we can fly out here." And then there was like a two hour window from when we land to getting to the well, venue. I said to Crash, I'm "Like, do you think we could get um, in Vancouver, and we have two hours to get to the venue?" And Crash was like, "I think you should get 24 hours." Yeah, I'm like, I, I'm, in I think we'd be uh, safer, and it'd be a better option to go a day earlier, earlier. and just make a night of it. And Mars is like, ah, oh, yeah. But and I was like, maybe. but it's just Vancouver. And I'm like, like, the flight could be canceled yeah. so or delayed. <laughs> now we're and going. Then this story came we're up. going 24 hours before mm-hmm. the event yeah. just to make sure that we get to the event. Mm-hmm. Crash is uh, 
aging. That's a real dad move. Get there. <laughs> I know. Get to the airport 24 hours early. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, I was on the phone bring with him. Bring your like, It's a domestic flight. Just it's bring just, it. I just know. To be sure. I'm like, babe, babe, I'm booking it right now. I can fly us in here. Can we get to the airport to Mount Pleasant, Vancouver in this amount of time? Oh, I think we got to get there 24 hours uh, yeah. before. No, we got to prepare. We got to prepare for delays. I'll even pack sandwiches because there might not be food on the plane. <laughs> Tricky though too these uh, Swifties, yeah, because they had already spent what was it over two grand each. Yeah, yeah. I get not wanting to buy one more hotel night. You know what I mean? For sure. Like, well, because you've already maxed out. Yes, and it's a big group of them too. And so they probably all chipped in on the on this hotel, Flights, the hotels, everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like, what was supposed to be it. a quick trip for you and I into Vancouver on my WestJet dollars and like one hotel night stay? I'm like, holy, this ballooned fast. Well, also your choice of hotel stay makes it balloon. I do have a bit of a standard. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> the flight in the event is not the pricey part. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's not the Pan Pacific. I'm not staying there because that live. would be that'd be settling for. <laughs> That's not true. The Shangri-La. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 780-489-4669 if you got a story here. Um, let's do, uh, oh, Carla. How are you doing, Carla? I'm good. How are you today? Ah, doing pretty good. Uh, you ended up missing something pretty important because of a damn flight delay, right? We did. Uh, my, me and my husband and my kids missed Christmas because of a flight delay. No. Oh, God, you're kidding. Okay, what happened? Yeah. We were in Cancun this Christmas. Uh, yeah. Supposed to fly home on... December 22nd, and yeah. uh, we were flying with Sunwing, and that's when all of those massive storms happened, and oh. everything got delayed, and we didn't get home till five days later. Five, five days. days! Oh, God. Five days later, yeah, we were shuttled to a different um, resort eventually. Yeah. We were given a room with one for four people. Oh. We were forced to check out every single morning and sit in the lobby and wait for information and see if we had a flight home. Oh, no. screw that. I'm like, that. I'm in the beach. Yeah. You know what? It was pouring rain. That was the, like... Oh. <laughs> I guess, yeah, all the storms. Yeah, well, and we'd had a beautiful vacation before that, so we really tried to focus on that, but we had small kids with us, and so... Of course, we were missing Christmas at home with all our families. We were FaceTiming them and stuff. But sure, it was very yeah. challenging. We were, we had no clean clothes. We were out of like, there was other people, like lots of people were delayed. They were out of medication, out of diapers, out of formula. Oh. Where it was extremely, extremely stressful. And the only way we got home is because my sister was calling the airport in Edmonton and found that a rescue plane was coming for us, but we never got an email to say that it was coming. Wow. So we shut up the airport 4 a.m. with a prayer, and there was a flight, and we never knew that I, there was a flight. I, you wouldn't have known unless your sister figured it out here. Yeah, because uh, when you try and call the like offices oh, yeah. of the airline from a different country, they don't want the call through. Oh God! Oh well, yeah. That thankfully, sounds like you got a whole nightmare. A like five I, days later. I mean, <laughs> it was a nightmare. Yeah, we got all of five hundred dollars a person in compensation. Jeez. Oh, I guess Lisa got yeah. something, but that sucks. Still, though, the, stre- yeah. the stress yeah. of it. Yeah, and, like, exactly. Yeah. The rain. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. a nightmare! All right, thanks. Very stressful. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> Carla. Thanks, Carla. <laughs> Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, Thanks. traveling around any holidays has to be tough, eh? Mm. Especially with, like, family like that. Yeah. When you're stuck in the airport. I don't understand 
are they allowed to treat us like that or they just do and we don't know they're not allowed to like hmm. she was responsible for checking like why don't they just let her know yeah, that's ridiculous just tell me when the plane's here i feel like the communication between airlines and passengers should be like stepped up like uh, everything, you should be getting texts, emails, yeah. notified on an app. Well, like, like that should just be standard with Car- every airline. Carla just said they had to had to sit in the lobby and wait to see if they had a flight. Yeah, yeah. screw that. Wait for I'm like a, to the beach. Uh, a carrier bird to come by and like, yeah. unroll the, the pigeon. Paper. Yeah, drop the pigeon it. carrier. I will decipher the code. <laughs> if I'm on a catamaran drinking margs in Mexico, yeah, that pigeon carrier can come and drop it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because how does the airline not know when the plane's coming? Like, are some pilots just don't tell? Mm. Like, oh, it's Dave. I Find this one. Wild. He's always a jerk about yeah, it. Where are you, Dave? Mm. Although, look at all the confusion. Was it when we were in Mexico with the flight that was like immediately canceled? Oh, I didn't have a lot of stress about that. The, my stress was that we couldn't get back into the lounge. Oh, yeah, that was the issue. The first class lounge? Yeah. Of course. Well, they wouldn't let us back in. <laughs> there was a lineup. And I'm like, Imagine. but we already have our thing. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't happen in Canada. We're sort of... <laughs> Does anyone here listen? No. Listen, we were with the, there was a group of us, all Edmontonians, who all were trying to get into that lounge, and we stormed the place as a group. I've never. You guys know who you are. Uh, I don't the know. buns were so good in there. I, I needed more. I don't travel like Crash to Mars, obviously, but once you leave those lounges, there's not a re-entry. You don't get a stamp or nope. anything. Not in this one. No, because uh, people. Well, in a lot of lounges, people wait. Oh, because there's so many. It's capacity. Yeah, yeah they're at yeah, capacity. Yeah. Yeah, it's all a capacity don't, thing. Don't they but have I was the, like, I was just in here, so like, come on. Don't they have the boards in there with the departures, arrivals? Well, they did. They did, but, and but we like, left. Yeah, and because our flight was like boarding. Oh, it said on there. It oh. said, and then we got there, and then it disappeared from the board yeah. as everyone's lined up. Oh. And we're like, what the hell? Yep. All of a sudden, it flipped to like Houston, Texas. And everyone's like, where's my flight? Yeah. Oh, no. So we all looked around, and we saw a bunch Looking of- Looking for the gate agent, Crash was going to yell at Yeah. <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> Then we hooked up with a couple of other families. Like, I know how to fix yeah. this. <laughs> they were also Edmontonians. And then we were like, were you guys in the lounge? And they're like, we were in the lounge. And we're like, let's all go to the lounge. Yeah. And so a whole bunch of us tried to go and they wouldn't let us Aww. in. We were like, we demand. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah, you know what will fix it? A stiff cocktail in the lounge. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that I didn't pay for. <laughs> well, you did it easier. Your, yeah, you right. A spoonful of sugar. <laughs> uh, Sarah, how you doing? Oh, hi. How are you doing? Hi. Good, we're good. good. Uh, we're talking about uh, flight delays or cancellations that made you, made you uh, miss a big event. What happened with you? Yeah, well, we were going to my brother's wedding in Mexico. Yeah. And we drove from Edmonton to Calgary to catch a flight. Yes. Two, three, three days before. Well, three days? Three days. Okay, okay that's perfect. a good buffer. Three days before the wedding? That's perfect. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, well, the thing is that the day we're supposed to fly out, our flight was canceled because of weather conditions in Dallas. Okay. So, we were scheduled to fly the day after, and the day after, when we were supposed to fly out, my daughter was taken to uh, emergency at the Calgary Hospital because she was uh, prescribed with pneumonia. Oh, no. No. Yeah, so, yeah. So fortunately, it wasn't really something bad that happened. I mean, yes, because we did my brother. We missed my brother's wedding. Well, yeah, you totally missed it. You got a sick kiddo. But in reality, like if if the flight would have went off the first day, you probably would have went there. Exactly. Right. So you would have been there. Oh. But thank God we were stopped. Um, And uh, otherwise, my kid would have been in terrible condition flying down to Mexico. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Um, Are they still married? Pardon? Are they still married? 
Like the I other? I cutting. Oh. Oh. oh we, 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 I mean, we uh, had to figure out something down in Calgary because we were down there with no one like we didn't know anyone you didn't know anybody oh for sure yeah, yeah. and your yeah. Da- and your daughter was sick oh right. my goodness okay, that's thanks. terrible yeah, thanks so much sarah thanks sarah oh no worries okay, okay. i love uh, your guys's show oh thanks oh, so much thank you your daughter's okay hey she healed up all right yes fine right oh now. good yeah thank you for us good right, i'm thanks. glad to hear yeah. that good, Take care, good. sarah bye-bye okay bye guys bye yeah, I mean, I couldn't imagine. Um, well, even here in the building, mm. um, our colleague's wife broke her foot before they were supposed to go to Greece or Italy. Italy. Oh. Yeah. And she couldn't go. Yeah. I'd be so mad. Mm-hmm. Oh. It, it's tough. Uh, some things, like I'm sure Sarah wanted to go to that wedding. Mm. Some things we want to go to. Yeah. Some things we're obligated to go to. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and a, I'm okay with and it. And a, a missed <laughs> flight wouldn't be terrible. Well, that's why, yeah, it, it was cutting out there. But that's why I asked him, like, are they still married? Because then if they are not, well, yeah, d- dodgeball. Right, yeah. <laughs> or if they're not, they're gonna, so he's going to marry somebody else. He can go to that check wedding. Check the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Would you check, though, like if someone missed your wedding? They said, oh, the flight was delayed. <sighs> Would you... Look yeah. and see if oh, there oh, was yes, a would. delay coming yes. out of would you? YEG. I would. Yeah, if you and I got married and Ginger's like, "Oh, I can't make it because my flight was delayed," I'm calling the airline to be like, "Um, what? could you please look up to see this couple's their real names oh, and my. why they're not on this flight?" Uh huh. Uh huh. Will oh, they yeah. tell you that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope. Not. I will demand it. I will demand it. Oh, I will. Cause absolutely. Cause absolutely. People I would. definitely use it as an excuse. Yeah. Right? I would just oh. blame it on the airline. Sure. Yeah, because you would mm-hmm. never expect someone to. To do yep. some research. And then when I saw that the flight took off, I'd call Gingy and he'd answer and I'd go, well, well, well. Uh-oh. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it says here there was never a booking. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. And I checked in with the resort, yeah. and there's never been a booking here for Uh-oh. you, too. Well, well, well. We got the kids and the dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another one here. Uh, Harry, how you doing? I'm well. How are you? Good, Hi. good. Uh, you ended up missing something pretty important because of a, uh, uh, was oh, this was a passport issue. Yeah, I oh. had my dress. When my grandfather passed away in Holland, I the quickest way to get there was from Edmonton, Houston, and then uh, Amsterdam. Yeah. There was a seven-hour layover in Houston. Well, they let, first of all, they let me on the plane in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. There was a seven-hour seven layover in Houston, and then they wouldn't let me go on the plane in Houston because my passport only had like 60 days left on it. Oh, no! Oh, crap! I didn't know that that was a thing, and apparently in Holland you have to have 90 days on your passport, and they won't let you on. Oh, and even like you explaining a situation, they were that much of a stickler? Well, it's it's the law. They even called Holland, uh, we were in Holland, and they they said, well, it can't happen. And they gave me two options. They said I could stay in Houston overnight and go to the Canadian consulate and get an extension on my passport or fly back to Edmonton. Yeah. What did you choose? I would have missed the I would have missed the funeral. There was no point. Yeah. Yeah. Just go back. Oh. I guess. Yeah. Check the expiry dates on your passports yeah. and know. See, because I thought it was as long as you were returning to your country within mm. that. Yeah. That's what I thought, but yeah, yeah. I am wrong. Huh. Yeah. I had something to know about. No kidding. Yeah. Ooh. That sucks. That okay. sucks. Thanks for sharing that, Harry. Thanks, Harry. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, that sucks. Why do we? Because you don't even think about that. Well, why do we have dates on passports then? If the date doesn't, like if it's not the date. Yes. Yeah. If that's not the date, Mm -hmm. what are we doing? I don't know. Yeah, that's not the hard date. It should have like a best before, like a like a three month. Or the date should mean like that's the date then, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you should be able to travel to Holland up to that date. Yes, agreed. That's and like you should be, passport says. you should be out of Holland by that date. Yeah, so which is what I thought. Date, which is what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, that's all right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with 90 days left on my passport and stay for four months. Teach them a lesson. <laughs> Take that. Yeah, like, gotcha. <laughs> Get arrested at the airport. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, Try to teach him a lesson. That's right. Teach him a lesson. All right, guys. Look at the time. Oh, my God. It's 10 o'clock already. Let's get going. Okay. We are going to get out of here. Oh, my God. Tomorrow's Friday. Oh, Tomorrow's yeah. Friday. Yeah. Listen to that cheer. It's going to be a good day. Whoa. All right. <laughs> Just letting loose here. <laughs> there goes the ceiling. There he goes. Tomorrow's Friday. We'll be back hanging out with you guys at 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. Please join us. Have yourselves a great rest of your day. Yes. If you're going to Folk Fest tonight, hold on to your tarps and have a really good time. If you're going to the Elks game tonight, hopefully they win for you. Oh, yes. Fingers right? crossed. They can get one. Get one in the bag. Yeah. Enjoy the day, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. 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 Want to join the show live? live? Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.